Technique podcast. Uh, I'm here with all of my friends. Steve is here. Blake is here. Janelle is here. <laughs> all right. So Monique had, had said something to about Lee Daniels, Oprah, and Tyler Perry, and she basically told him the, the, the stuff I did. Were well, yep. And Steve Harvey was like, you know, you shouldn't have done that, and whoop the whoop. And he had said something, he had basically said all that on the radio show. And what Monique was saying, you know, you could have called me. And then Steve Harvey was like, you know, yeah, I could have called you. You know, I admit that, you know, I I, I just, I should have called you. And so they get to this thing where they're talking about how basically he was saying we can't cure darkness with more darkness. Because he was saying, like, you know, if you want to be on this movement about about being underpaid and should we be more paid and you can't just like, you know, trash talk certain other people because she, you know, if we've seen that she was talking about like the, the whole Netflix thing and how we, how she felt like she, she was being, that she would have been underpaid if she, if she had took it and versus like where these other celebrities, like comedians were getting way more money than she was. And then a lot of people were saying like, "Oh, well, Monique, what have you done? That are you even that iconic to be paid that be, be paid higher?" And she was just saying, "No, I should have been paid more. Then they should have gave me more money to do this special. They want if they really wanted it. You know, mm-hmm. why why are they gonna pay this person this and this person more than me?" And Steve Hart was saying, "You know, like you know, he hates the fact that she's being blackballed and." that she's be, being underpaid and all this stuff, but you know, you have to, you have to look at like, yeah, you, he was basically saying, you know, you should, you should just, oh, you know, don't say, no, don't say nothing. Be, be quiet about, about all this stuff. Don't really bring, raise too much of an uproar if you want to get, stay in this game, you know, like, and like her being blackballed, it all started with, with Lee Daniels, like, because, because they wanted to promote Precious in, like, the UK, and they asked her mm-hmm. to, to, uh, to promote Precious, and she said no, because, like, you know, I just had, I just had twins, and I, you know, are y'all gonna pay me, and all this stuff, and they were like, nah, they, they didn't really say, they were just, like, kind of like, you know, we just want you to go over that promoter, and she told him no, and so then Lee Daniels and them had called, and was like, you know, that's not, you know, you, 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 you ain't played the game right, you know, you, you know, I don't know who you think you is. You finna just tell them no. You gonna tell them no, and so that's how it all came came downhill for him. Mm, right. And so Steve Harvey was like, you know, you can't let your family crumble over a statement. And he hates the fact, you know, like I was saying before that she hates they hates the fact that she got blackballed. And he said, and then he was saying like her doing all this is making it worse. And then she said replied back saying, you know, who who is it making it worse for who? And then. It's like like who 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 are we making this worse for? Like if I if I make all these statements like for 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 us, because I'm trying to make all these statements so we can get somewhere. And if I if I keep quiet, then like what, what, you know it's just gonna keep happening. 
and she raised a good point. Like, you know, what if all the people before us just kept quiet? Like, what, what if the people before us just didn't say nothing? You know, what would we be at now? You, you yeah. know what you know what's different about that though is that for all these other people that she's speaking about and I don't want to come off as like I'm attacking Monique because I'm not I actually get into like the certain aspects where I agree with her but the difference is all these other people that she's talking about these issues that she's talking about weren't personal everything that encompasses what is going on with Monique at the moment, is 100% something that is strictly going on with her. She feels she solo, her her and her own feels as if she's being mistreated, which is okay. You stand up for yourself, but don't try to make this about us because it's not. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You want to say, okay, if we're going to go to the Netflix thing, right? You want to say, oh, well, this is this is a black thing. You know, they don't, they, they trying to underpay me because I'm black. Well, no, the two highest paid comedians are two black men, Dave Chappelle and Chris Rock. Okay, so we can say it's a we can say it's a, a, a gender thing. You know what I mean? It's because I'm a woman. We can't do that because the third highest paying act, uh, comedian is Amy Schumer. And okay, maybe it's black women. Well, no, because Tiffany Haddish has three Netflix shows. So oh we shit! Can't, we can't. We can't even. This is just you, Monique, and it's it's, it's the fact that. Listen, someone like me who has like seen a lot of comedy and like you know what I mean, seen a lot of movies and shit. I know who Monique is. I know Monique's roots. Like you feel me? I know the Parkers. I know Precious. You know what I mean? Like I know all of this. But there are people like people on my college campus that legitimately did not know that Monique was a comedian. Uh-huh. It's not. She hasn't been at. She may think she's been forefront to like always you know what I mean always around but that's yeah. not really the case especially when you think about how how the attention span is today you know what I mean people don't remember almost Christmas that was like three years ago do people even know you know you like I, like you're, you're making a good point because with her like as a comedian like I only know one special, and I don't even know if you know or anybody else know, but she did this one special at this woman's prison that was on Netflix a, a while back. I don't even know if it's still on there anymore. But like, no, I think they removed it. After like, that. you know, everybody talks about everybody talks about Cat Williams is like different specials. Everybody talks about Dave Chappelle's special. Everybody talks about Delirious by Ed Murphy and all those specials. I haven't seen anybody really bring that one up or even talk about that one in the past. Like, I don't see nobody mm-hmm. quote from it. Right. And I don't even listen. That's not even Monique's fault. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But I it's like, but you, if you understand that this kind of this kind of thing operates on a, what are you doing for me right now? Because you know what? If Netflix had that Monique special, then they actually had enough data to assess. Okay, this is what we earned from this one, so this is what we'll give you for the next one. You feel what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like they wouldn't throw the big bag that they threw Chappelle and Chris Rock because they 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 have enough information. They threw Chappelle and Chris Rock a big bag because they're in extremely high demand. You know, Dave Chappelle disappeared for like 15 years. And people still know him. You feel what I'm saying? People want that. People want Chris Rock. I'm not saying people don't want Monique, but it's a lower number and it's okay. Yeah. Grand opening? Go ahead, Coleslin. 
Now, the number that they gave her for who Monique is and the legend that Monique is, I do feel like they was bugging. I feel like Monique should have at least touched the mill, at least. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I do, so I understand what she's doing. But she was Mark. She was moving on a on a fashion as if she should be paid as much as those brothers. And she's she's just not on that plane right now. Those two comedians are red hot. I I have a question. With, What's that? So when we're saying about how what you were saying in the beginning about how like I understand what you're saying about how it was being personal with her. But mm-hmm. um, when, you, when you're saying how it's not happening to us or everybody else, do you specifically mean black comedians or could it pertain to black actors and actresses too? Because right before, I felt like when this had happened, she was trying to piggyback off of Viola Davis because Viola Davis had just came out after she had just won. I think she had just won um, an Academy Award or something, another one. And <laughs> bitch, fuck you. Goddamn. Uh- <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Cut that out. Nigga, I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck y'all recording a motherfucking podcast. Yeah, so like when this had happened, she was um I felt like she was trying to piggy piggyback off of it because in a sense, like not to be disrespectful to her, but Viola Davis had just came out. And she was even having, I think she was even having a conversation with Oprah at one point, And she had said that, you know, I am one of the highest rated actresses. Of- you fucking bitch. Oh, my God. Keep, 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 keep going. Keep going. Keep going. Keep going. Kill you. C- close Shut the door. The keep going. Up. Close the door. I think Monique should have got the best Oscar. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, no, fuck you. Get the fuck away from my bed, ho. Tiger. Okay. Right, <laughs> okay, but no, for, no. Okay, so I'ma try again. <laughs> so with Viola Davis, it was like a piggyback thing because after she was talking to Oprah too, she was talking with some people, and she even said, even though I'm the highest rated actress right now, not even just black actress, but actress, and I'm rated above people like Meryl Streep and things like that, I'm still not paid anywhere near what I'm supposed to be paid. And then Monique came out, literally a day later. Mm. And people mm. were talking about it and it was blowing up and was talking about it on the news and we're just saying like um it's crazy with her especially after just winning an Academy Award and for all the great work that she's done, how come she's still not paid what she's supposed to be paid? And she says she's paid not even a third of what people like Meryl Streep are paid. Yeah. Right. But right. she's rated above her and they choose her over roles and they compare her to these high people. But even though they compare her to all these high white female or white actors and actresses mm-hmm. and she's with them in a sense, like she's, she's up on that level. She's not paid even a third of what they're supposed to be of what they're paid. Oh. So I felt like in a sense, she was trying to like piggyback off of that. Like, see, I'm kind of doing the same thing. Cause even she does when she does her live streams on YouTube with her husband too. I don't know if you guys have ever watched those. She no, even I, talks about it in one of them like hours long. That's the thing. I feel like if she would have did what you like, what you're talking about with Viola Davis, I feel like if she would have, if she would have, because that's the thing. The the forefront of her argument was what was going on with her and Netflix. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I feel like if she encompassed all of this as like, no, you know what I mean? Like we, not even just me in this situation, but Viola Davis, but you know other people that are going, mm-hmm. other, other black women that are going through the same thing. We have to band together 
and do something somehow. Steve Harvey made a great point when he said, you wanted us to boycott Netflix, but you had no call of action. What does boycotting Netflix mean? Are we not going to watch it? Are we going to unsubscribe? Are we going to delete the app? Like, what do you want to do? And that goes to like when people who like even on like it was online where everybody was like always like boycott this and boycott that, but you don't really say like you have to think of like when Rosa Parks and them when they when Rosa Parks refused to get to give up a seat even though she wasn't the first one to do it. But it, when they got Relax. that movement going, <laughs> when they got that movement going, they literally was like, all right, well we not riding the bus. We not we, we we'll get some we'll get some people together that, that that got cars. We'll drive somebody to work. We'll we'll, we'll walk if we have to, and mm-hmm. then and then and then fuck with the buses on money, and they so so and so like yeah that that's how you work that shit. Like you figure some shit out, have a plan going. You don't just say Netflix boycott Netflix when it's like okay, all right. So like like you said, what's the vibe? Are we are we like unsubscribing? Are we? Cancer. What are we doing? You know what I mean? We just not watching it for like for like a day or two. Like what, it was what her doing? approach with it too, because she was like, if if she would have came out like like what you were saying, like how Viola Davis did, and then after she explained, she was saying like, see, this is she had said that too. Like this is why we as black women we need to stick together and make sure that we say what's going on in Hollywood. That's exactly what she had said at mm-hmm. the end of it, but mm-hmm. she kept it positive. But like. With her, when she came out, she was like, fuck Oprah, fuck this, anybody, any of her friends who were doing anything with Oprah, um, she was getting pissed off at, and she was doing live streams, getting mad at them, and she would cuss them out, and then afterward be like, but hey, girl, I'll still pray for you, you know, trying to be that weird, ah, you know, that weird kid at the end, she was saying all that shit about Tyler Perry, well, fuck, it's still fuck Tyler Perry, but, <laughs> and- I know, it ain't, it ain't fuck Tyler Perry over here. Yeah. No, it's, it's all right, from <laughs> But yeah. for Stephen Hendrickson, if we ain't fucked up, but like she, she just kept it. She just brought it to a whole nother level of weirdness too. Because it's just like, if your issue is with the executives at Netflix, why are you making all this shit public about you know other black directors or black people in higher areas? Just because you've done work with them and things like the way she was coming about it, I feel like was really negative and unnecessary. Her approach just was not great at all in that whole thing. Cause you can like you if you want to go to the argument of black like black like directors and all this stuff. Like we I mean we can go ahead and get into it if we want to. But um, like you look at Tyler Tyler Perry and Lionsgate, and you look at like Lee Daniels and all that, and like we always had this facade of like oh they own this and they got this, and Oprah got her own channel. But or like with Steve Harvey, even like Steve Harvey's like, what is he doing? He's got Family Feud. He's on. He's doing that hosting that Miss America shit stuff. And um, he yeah, just he, lost his show to Kelly Clarkson. Well, that before he, well before that, I'm saying like with the he had his own. He had all this stuff, right? Mm-hmm. But I think what she should have made the point of is like when she probably had that point of in her mind, but she didn't. It didn't come out right. Is that you know what did Steve Harvey have to do? How many white people did he have to make comfortable to get to the point where he's at? Right, 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 right. Like that's all. The, all that's always been the thing with white, like black, like like you know you look at like the, the Tom character for um Boondocks, like that's why his character was mm-hmm. made. You know how many you have to like for them to have to make white people comfortable? Like oh, don't get too brief, don't be too problematic, don't be too rowdy. 
so you can get up and be cool with all these white people. Like I've seen that with my with, with people. I, I, I think it has to do a lot with their past work on stuff because like Dave Chappelle and like Chris Rock, they're bad examples of this. But when it comes to Steve Harvey, because I could. I would consider him in the same lane as Monique in a sense because compared to other comedians, I still don't see people like y- y'all was saying about Monique. I don't see people trying to pull up Steve Harvey uh, stand up and shit from back in the day. But mm-hmm. when it comes to shit that he's done, but there's other stuff that he's done in the past too, like with shows that he was a part of or worked on, um, and like you know the TV shows, TV comedies, things like that. I think maybe that in a sense is what brought him up. The things that he was doing other than comedy, well, like other than stand up, things like that. Because, yes, she did have the Parkers and stuff like that. But if you look at what Steve Harvey's shows were, it was more, this is stupid to say, but like kind of white friendly, if that makes sense. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like there was something about it to where it's like, okay, I see what you're trying to do. Like you're trying to make your own little Cosby thing going on, low key. Even with it, go ahead. Because, all right, if you want to. If you let's say we're doing this, let's say we're doing the Steve Harvey show and we're doing the Parkers, right? Um, because that's roughly the same era, and even they kind of share like cast members in a way, in, in, in some ways. So let's say we're doing that. Let's say we're doing this, the Steve Harvey show and we're doing the Parkers, right? Mm-hmm. I can tell you the function of the Steve Harvey show. You know what I mean? I can tell you, okay principal school you know what i mean like this there's, there's things happening there's like positive things happening these are still characters that like do funny shit and they go through things but what the fuck do we get out of the parkers it was like, funny it was kind of like trauma in a sense in some cases it was like what it was funny but it was kind of relatable in a sad way um I don't know how to explain it why I don't know even why what I would say to why I watched that show but it was just funny to me even though at the age that I was watching it I probably didn't understand what like everything that was going on but I don't I don't know I couldn't explain it, to be honest I couldn't either I don't know to me I feel cuz I remember watching that shit too and to me I it's just kinda feel sad. Like, I feel like it was kind of just like it was kind of mindless, you know what I mean? And that doesn't necessarily have to be a bad thing, but, okay, we talking you, about- well, Wait, wait, do you remember the, does anybody remember the show One on One? Yeah, yeah, what about it? It yeah. kind of reminded me of that in a sense, because it was kind of the same thing. Like, sure, they had some serious topics and stuff, but, mm. you know, it was kind of the same thing, especially when they did the ones where they had went to college and shit, um, when they had moved oh. out. I don't know. To me, it was re- it kind of related in the same way, but kind of not. Like it wasn't completely the same, but it was kind of. I don't know how to explain it. Let's. All right. We we. All right. So one on one. One on one was Flex learning to live with his daughter that he's never lived with before, and like trying to get to know her and like get her through high school and shit while also being a sports broadcaster. That's what one on one was about. The Parkers is about a mom going to community college with a daughter. And there's a nothing wrong mom. with that. It's kind of relatable. I mean, a single father, single... Okay, no, I'm just being ignorant. I don't know. I, I don't know. To me, I don't. It, it didn't really have to do with the, with the plot being the same, but it was just something about the comedy of it and 
what happens at the end of the show that kind of reminds me of the Parkers in a sense. I think, um, because wasn't the Parkers like a spinoff of Moesha? Yes, I'm not was, sure. It was. Yeah. it was. Oh, I didn't even know that. It was. Yeah, it I, was. I wow. think, I think they did like the best they could with the spinoff because like sometimes spinoffs they be like fired than the actual show, but sometimes like they only have such a limited like range with the spinoff. Like I, I think they did the best they could with it, but I, I feel like both of y'all like Riga did kind of seem like what's the point? Like it's just like gags and stuff. But also, I kind of see, like, what Janelle's saying, too, where it's, like, you can kind of – I would say it was, like, a charming show, like, family-wise, because it was, like, hey, it's still me and my mama thugging it out, you know? So, um, I guess I guess it just really – to black women, black yeah. women, to be honest. But, you know, that's the thing. I, I, I don't, don't know why like the fuck I don't want to watch talk. it with her white ass, but continue. I don't want to <laughs> – <laughs> I don't want to talk about it in this way, but it kind of just feels like one of those. It always, to me, when I got older, it always kind of felt like one of those, like, uh, look at how loud black women are kind of mm. shows. Do you guys that's remember Dijonay, Dijonay Jones yeah. from, Proud, from Family? The Proud Family? That's yeah, what yeah. that's what the Parkers reminds me of. Period. The whole show. That's, ex- yeah. that's exactly what I was trying to say, and I'm. Like, <laughs> My bad. I was thinking about it for a cool minute. Like, I remember that bitch. (laughs) That's exactly exactly what I was trying to say. Granted, you know what I mean? Like, some people can relate to that because that's genuinely how some people are. And I don't think that kind of representation should be erased in any way. But you got to kind of see what I'm saying here. It's kind of like it's like a it's like a a, a positive negative kind of thing. Because like when you when you when you do this, especially around that era, it just kind of perpetuates a bunch of negative stereotypes in a way i see what you're saying i I agree with it because that kind of makes sense too to like if you even look at other works that she's done and the even stand-up things that she's done it's kind of always in a sense represented that being the loud obnoxious black woman single black woman and but can't you say that about someone about like some of the well actually never mind because i was thinking about i was thinking about what her name alizé from um, Steve Harvey's show, but then again, she was just one character. See, I was gonna say you could say that about um, what is it? The I, I I can't believe I forgot her name. I'm sorry. Uh, the one who is teamed up with Kevin Hart, Cat Williams. Tiffany. Got, Tiffany Haddish. You could kind of say that about some of her stuff too, about her being loud and ghetto. You could say the same thing in a sense. No, you can. You can. But mm-hmm. I feel like with Monique, if you look at all the roles that she's done, a lot of it is always some sort of negative trauma thing. So it's like. I don't know, maybe it's the type of shit, because there's some people where you, you they just get casted into a type of role, but mm-hmm. it seems like she tried to, it was kind of a representation of that her whole career. So yeah, that's not- You know, this- I don't wanna, and I, I want to do the thing, because Monique, but I'll, I'll be honest with you, man, when Monique get on, when she get in front of the camera and they give her, they give her a good script, but even if they let her play around a little bit, Monique always delivers she does the damn thing you know what mm-hmm. i mean mm-hmm. i don't think i've ever seen monique bad in anything so i, I don't even want to i don't even want to come across like i'm trying to like you know what i mean but i would say about the whole thing about loud black woman thing like i had thought about this before with taraji p henson she's always played like the crazy black girl like ghetto black girl 
type, like in a bunch of movies, or maybe not even that. Maybe just the rat. Like she always play like somebody from the hood. She's really. ratchet and hood, but she can also yeah. do some classy stuff once in a blue. But movie. then, but I'm saying with her, like it, it eventually progressed to you have a movie like Hidden Figures, mm-hmm. where she's playing an intelligent black woman. Mm-hmm. You have a movie like Proud Mary, where she's playing like this badass like action hero, like um, action hero type. Mm-hmm. Like she's in at the point where she's really getting those roles now, despite like Empire, where she's like you know. But I mean, in, you say in Empire, she's still kind of a boss in a way too. Yeah. But like I would just say like with Monique, like maybe because maybe like with this what they were saying with they played together play the game. The money game versus the integrity game, like, well, you know, what did Taraji have to do to get to this point where she can play these roles, like, versus what Monique did, like, 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 like you said, it kind of stopped with Precious, like, you know, she had won, like, she, like, did, did she, I think, did she win? She did I, win. Yeah. And I, and I watched her speech a while ago. It was like last year. I think it might have been around this time last year when I watched her speech, and she was saying about how you know how sometime with these award shows you kind of like go outside and you like kind of grease everybody's elbows and like you know what i mean talk to all the people that's voting and like get a good word in for yourself and all that goofy shit mm-hmm. what she was saying was that she didn't do that in her speech and she was like she was like i i didn't i didn't know that you could win this without the politics you know what i mean so mm-hmm. like which mm-hmm. is I kind of thought with a little, I thought that shit was kind of like poetic in a way, just the fact that like, okay, she actually earned this one. You know what I mean? Because Monique smoked the pressure. She did. Like, I'm not going to act like she didn't. She definitely did. But at the same vein, I don't know, because I can understand why Monique wouldn't want to go on the press run for pressures. When they, when they saying they're not going toss you the bag for for that and you just kind of like got out of a situation because stuff like that, that does still happen to this day like with any type of field in the industry mm-hmm. that like i'm not going to compare okay so i'm not going to compare myself to monique in any way but i will say that with certain labels or companies that i've done work for they expect you to do certain things for free even though there's a contract and you're supposed to get paid for it yeah. and if you don't then you're not going to get paid at all, in a sense. And they're going to discontinue to work with you. So shit like that does happen. My yeah, cousin is a dancer definitely. in LA. He's a backup dancer, too. And he's done stuff for, like, he did He did some things um, for a video. He was he did something for, like, a video. Like, he was doing some choreography stuff with that Charlie Puth dude. And then he, he does, like, backup dancing for people on tour. And he said even for him, the same thing happens for him. And... Um, he was wondering if it's just because he's a like he doesn't seem intimidating. Just respect on Charlie's name, <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> he's a because he's a young black gay dude and he's not very intimidating. And he said, "I wonder if that was the reason why that they expect me to do so many things for free just to get paid for one small thing and to still be in good graces." So stuff like that happens. Still, I don't know about acting and stuff like that because I don't know like about because I'm nowhere near that shit. But like even like in little ass things that ha- that don't pertain to like big ass stuff like that happens all the fucking time right you have to do to get to do to get one good payment you have to do all this shit for free mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so it still happens and i don't i'm trying to think of why because i wonder if maybe 
because like, I, I always wondered if maybe if she would have did that press run, it was a good thing in a sense that she that she like had held on to her integrity. But I wonder if she would have done those press runs, if it would have helped in her career in any way with her explaining. Because I remember just so much about when that movie had came out, about how people were saying it's so bad, don't see it, but people were still watching it. My mom wouldn't let me watch it. Um, that when the commercials would even come on TV for it, like they would tell the kids to go in the other room because it was some precious. Yeah. Why was it that deep? Because I don't remember that. Um, I don't remember that either. Scenes that they would show on certain channels that like you know the the things that was going on with her dad you know they would show the the scenes that shouldn't have been shown you know what i mean like you know um and that people were comparing it to y'all remember the movie for colored girls Mm -hmm. that people were comparing it to that in a sense too and i even remember there was a play tyler perry was doing i don't know why the fuck i had to go but my grandma made me go with her to go see one of the plays a long yep. time ago. He had talked about it and he had said in it too. He had said, I'm coming out with a movie Precious. This is not for children. This is nothing like Medea's family reunion or anything like that. So please do not take your children to see this. Like he had specifically said too, this is not something that's going to be very fucking happy. So I, I wonder if up, she like, I wonder if she would have went on her press run and kind of explained how she got to that character point and things like that if it would have affected her better, because I just remember people just kind of that. I think Precious is when she really got fucking blackballed because I just remember negative shit about her coming out. About no, that's, that's she exactly played that what, role. That's, that's exactly what, that's what I was saying. Yeah. Like she yeah, played what, that role a little too fucking well. It's like, well, like mm-hmm. if she would have just came out and, and said in a sense, like it would have helped her too. Like if she would have talked about it and even have explained, like even kind of did something negative towards her character too, I think it would have helped her. But at the same time, she should have still got fucking paid for it. Well, for me, I always remember everybody, like, kind of like, who, at least all the people I've ran into uh, when Precious was out. And mm-hmm. since people have always said that they really, like, enjoyed it. And, you know, they say Monique and um, I believe the other, the shorty's name that plays Precious, I think her name is Gabby. Gabby, Gabby Sidibar. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They say, like, Monique and Gabby, like, they both. Did they think, especially since that was like Gabby's first picture and all that shit? You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Even well, Gabby really, been, she's still doing stuff, and she and she was in the movie. Her role right. wasn't as negative as hers, but she's still on Empire. I think but there the was thing, an issue about Empire with Monique too. The thing, the thing that the thing that it is really is, um, the fact that they expected her to believe in the film and go and do the press run regardless of. Payment. Yeah. Yeah. And and the fact that she didn't do that, not only did she not do that, but she also told Oprah, Tyler Perry, and Lee Daniels all to suck her dick. It's kind of like because <laughs> they it's like it's like, all right, this is all right, we can't work with you. Right. You feel what I'm saying? Because if you're going to act this way, you could have just said no. Cause I'm looking, I'm looking at like in the aspect, like in the division of my mom. Like my mom had somebody who like was working at, at at the school, right? And they could have been cool for the for for a minute, and then she asks the person to, 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 to do something, and then they they don't do it. But it's like I thought we was cool, and you like you supposed to be like we 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 had an agreement that you was down with working with like these students or whatever, and you don't do and you don't volunteer for this event. Then mm-hmm. I don't want you no more. If you're just gonna say no to to things, if you don't believe in what we're trying to do, right? Mm-hmm. 
Like, you fired. Like, there's no question. Right. And uh, the details to me are a little fuzzy. But there's there was something else that happened. Um, I remember she was on that film Almost Christmas some years ago. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, there was something else that, because I think Lee, I think, because I don't, I think Lee Daniels didn't have anything to do with Precious. I think Lee, the Lee Daniels shit happened during Almost Christmas. Um, the thing with Lee Daniels also had to do with Empire, because she was supposed to be on Empire. It probably was all around the same time, then. Oh, shit. When did Almost mm-hmm. Christmas come out? Because I don't that even was like, remember that, that, that was like three honest. years ago. I don't know. I'm not sure. It was it was like three years ago. Mm-hmm. Let me see. There was something about her. Basically, she was supposed to play Cookie. She was supposed to be Taraji P Henson's role, mm-hmm. and she. But that raises my theory. What I was saying about Taraji P Henson. Yeah, it does. Better. But her and Taraji had well. Taraji never responded, but she had said some shit about Taraji too. At least I don't think she responded. Nothing came it's, out that I remember. If, it, if she hasn't, it's best that Taraji don't. That's what it goes yeah. back to the money game. She was probably Saturday. told not to respond too. I bet you Lee Daniels probably had even had a meeting with all of them and said like, look, don't respond to her shit. Because she was publicly bashing the show. She was telling people not to watch it too. And she was saying that it had to do with her weight. It had to do with... um she played the role even better. She's like, it's a shame that they couldn't even give me the, the, the tape from the from their um, reading, because if they would have seen that and compared it to Taraji's, they would have, you would have known instantly that I would have fit that role perfectly. Yeah, but... So she was like publicly saying shit, like she was saying, she, her live streams that she does, there's like hours and hours of them, but there's one, like each one is specifically about each person. And like, there's one that was like two hours long almost that was about fucking Taraji and the whole Empire cast. And she had even said that she had love for um, Gabri Sidibe and everything. And I think that's how you say her name. But um, she was upset that she didn't go, even though she's a young actress and she's a big girl herself, that she didn't, you know, try to help and put more of a good word. She had brought her up to Lee Daniels. But she didn't really fight for her to be on the show or to really get involved in the show that much. Even a a, uh, a role where she would have disappeared in a couple episodes, you know, something that wasn't yeah. of importance. See, you can't, you can't, you can't go on a live stream and actively talk about like I don't want to say classified situations, but like shit behind the scenes and saying that you mm-hmm. could have did the role better than somebody. Like, you can't do that. See, in a sense, it's like she's kind of blackballing herself, too, because when this she was coming it's out... It's like what it, Steve was saying. It's was, like... Yeah. It's like with um, Kaya. Like, when Kaya was on um, Tears Madison show, and Kaya was saying all this stuff. But the thing, I guess, maybe, I don't know which one will start at first, but if Monique looked at that as a good thing, then that's not the best thing, because Kaya ain't no damn well she ain't finna be nowhere near like like the like the new shit like she ain't finna be like getting getting like like she she ain't worried about being blackballed but monique's problem was she should have she's like she knows that she where she at and she should have known that she that, that she shouldn't have been talking about those folks like that on a live stream like that mm-hmm. yeah. and i think because the, okay go ahead. Go, go ahead go ahead i was just gonna uh say that like 
because I think Steve Harvey had said it too, had brought it up in during their interview or their little discussion that they were having, that he had said like something along the line of, I think Charlemagne had said it to her too. Like if you are, it shows people when you're saying all this stuff and acting this way, if you're acting like this to black directors, do you think that the white directors are going to want to deal with you? Or uh, how uh, you? So in a sense, it's even worse. Because if you're showing that publicly, like it, because, but, with shit when it comes to budgets and stuff like that, like black act black directors still don't get the full budgets of what they're supposed to in a sense. So mm-hmm. that makes it even worse for if you're going to go to something like, for example, like fucking Netflix, you know, and they have the budgets for a lot of certain things and they're gonna give you a really less amount because look at how you're acting and look at all this stuff that's coming out. And I guess that's the point where she tries to, what she makes now, where it's like, well, what if uh, Malcolm X and all them? Because, but at the same time, like Malcolm X, saying, <laughs> nigga ain't on live stream wilding out. Well, I yeah, mean, he, they, did go, yeah. he did publicly call Martin Luther King Jr. a fucking chicken. Damn. Yeah, like, I mean, yeah. They did, they did, yeah. But, 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 <laughs> and that nigga did go to prison. He did sell. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm about to say that that was before all that. <laughs> anyway. um, <laughs> but with Monique, it's like you try to you, you. Yes, it's good that you're not silent about this, but at the same time, you know, you're going on live stream dissing people and you talking shit about all these different like black people like in the game already, and you're not really putting a good light on yourself in a way either. So like, I, I, how would I how would I follow you and what you're saying? When you're not really making good points yourself mm-hmm. but then, and yeah i, I want to go ahead i'm sorry i heard a weird sound go ahead me yeah i don't care <laughs> okay <laughs> i think it's like one of those things like is with with black people and you know, like stuff like this and like when you get in positions where you ain't really supposed to be i think like that squab- this whole squabble thing with Monique and all that, she could have like how y'all were saying, just did it like calmly. And if she had a problem with anybody on the inside, she could have been like, "Hey, Lee, it's fucked up. You did this, but we're gonna talk about it personally. Like, we're not gonna do it on live stream. I'm not gonna get all all plub plub I say, I say, we're not gonna get all. I say, I say, boy, we're not finna get all like personal where everybody can see it. Like, we need to one on one talk about this. And if yeah. every, I think if everybody did that, like, we we will all like do a lot better because it's like if I'm not, this is a fucked up example, but like if they can't see that we're squabbling, like they just gonna be like, oh, they they got their shit handled. But like they see that we ain't got our shit handled, so it's like, uh, we might might not want to do anything with them right now because uh, it's hot, it's hot for them because they don't know how to act toward each other. So like how y'all were saying, like if if they got the same thing but with a white director, it's kind of like hard for them to be like, uh, I don't know. So I think, and that's like what even if like when, like on that part on on the Steve Harvey show where she was like, you know, I want to put you in the face right now. I'm like, no. Damn, she said. <laughs> yeah. Of that whole, the fucked up part two is of their whole fucking conversation, which lasted a fucking good amount of time. If you look up like if you try to look up shit about it, the whole most of the stories that come out about it are of her just saying that she wants to sock him and stuff like that. Like it's not. That's the headline. Yeah, and it's like, well, well, let's talk about this because 
I've been seeing because what happened was when this became a topic, the clip that was going around was the clip where Steve was yelling over Monique and he was saying mm-hmm. that you got to play the money game and all this goofy shit, right? It was a one minute clip and that's mm-hmm. the one everybody ran with and that's the one everybody was talking about. It wasn't until I listened to the Is the Mike Salon podcast where they played the entirety of the interview and you hear Steve actually make valid points and shit mm-hmm. to where it's like, oh, not only do I know exactly what situation he's talking about, but I have context. You know what I mean? And like, this is one of those things that just shows you that we have to pay attention to the entire thing before we say a single word. Yeah. Especially when it comes to publications, because like, even stuff like even when the Breakfast Club talked about it, they they played only that like they only played that part from that clip. They mm-hmm. did the same thing. This is why journalism is fucked. It's extremely fucked right now. Because like even with the Jesse situation, you have like certain people. Oh well, this this and this. Oh well, this person said this this and this. But we also have this thing that ain't that nobody's really talking about. It hasn't mm-hmm. really been covered. But everybody else talks about this thing, and then we all get this. And then we just all get fucked, like fucked up in the mind, thinking, "Oh, well, this is this and this and this happened," but really, this happened, but nobody's really talking about it. And the thing yeah. is, too, what a lot of people aren't talking about, too, or haven't even fucking mentioned, is that um, when he was, when Steve Harvey, after this had happened, um, he was at like a family feud event or something, and he was interviewed about it, and he had even said, like publicly said, that he really should not be getting into heated discussions, and he admitted that. He was pissed off when they were talking and he said that he needs to just slow down and he regrets what he said. And he said, like, I will stand by that. What I said was like, I take full responsibility for it because it came out of my damn mouth Mm -hmm. and I can't say I didn't say it, but I shouldn't have said that because I misspoke completely. But he said he was just like what he was thinking of what he was trying to tell her because he was so pissed off. It wasn't coming out right, so he apologized, and he even he even apologized to her publicly. But then that at the same time, that didn't stop her because if you watch the live stream that she did that she had did right after, had and yeah, it was after so he had talked about it too, like she was basically focusing so much on that clip. Even her herself, she focused so much on that one part of him saying that. And she was saying, like, you know what? Hey, he, he doesn't give a fuck about integrity. And then she yeah, because talking about some weird shit about her and her husband having an open relationship. I don't know what the fuck that had to do. Yeah, because that's the one that <laughs> they so fucking freaks. Hey, they daddy. are freaks, bro. <laughs> that's, that's, the, that's, the clip, that's the clip that everybody saw. And Monique knows that. And that's why she spoke about it. And she mm-hmm. pro- that's, this is pro- and I bet you those YouTube live streams that she do are a way of her making money, too. Like. And and she did do she did follow the instructions of what like Charlemagne in a sense and then we're telling her when they did that when they had that big ass interview on the Breakfast Club where they were going back and forth a while ago and they had told her specifically what you can do and there was other comedians who told her what to do to get more money to do her own shows and go you know try to do right. it in her own way and make that money mm-hmm. and bring the numbers right. to the executives she did the numbers wasn't shit that's the problem she did do that. The numbers were not good. Mm-hmm. The numbers were not good. And the money wasn't there. It was pretty much a waste. If you look at how much money was spent versus what was earned back, it was but not you a know good who, investment. Matter of fact, man, you know whose fucking fault that is? That's not even Monique's fault. You know whose fault that is? Her fucking husband. 
No, it's not even his fault. Because actually, he's a horrible manager. If people knew, if people knew that Monique was doing all that, if she, if she finally was like, man, fuck it, I'm gonna do it on my own. Come with me. If she did that, okay. And then you got all these fucking people yelling at Charlemagne, asking him why he hate black women because he's not fucking supporting Monique. Yelling at Steve Harvey saying, why the fuck is he like this way? Because he's not fucking supporting Monique. How about y'all get the fuck up and go to one of them fucking Monique stand-ups? But nobody did that. Mm-hmm. All these Twitter motherfuckers, they have, they if they don't pay their phone bill next month, them niggas don't got an opinion at this point. You feel what I'm saying? I want to see the receipts. I want to see the receipts. Because, yeah, that's <laughs> Steve bugging. <laughs> because, um, yeah, so she, that's the thing too, because I did not hear anybody, like, you really have to look that up to even find the tour tickets and everything. Exactly. And if, and, um, even for shit, even for shit like with Joe Budden when he had did with his podcast of them going, they didn't go to a whole lot of places. But you can still find that information, even though, com- you know, compared to Monique with him doing that tour thing of them just talking and stuff in the podcast, um, mm-hmm. you were still able to find out a lot about that information way fucking faster than anything. At the same time, I feel like it's bad marketing because I don't see nothing. I looked trying to find in her social medias and stuff. I couldn't find nothing really of her promoting even herself mm. or her manager, her husband, her fucking daddy, whatever, seeing him promote her in a sense when it her comes daddy. to that. They were only promoting. They were Janelle, only... Janelle is warranted because Monique definitely got on the Breakfast Club and emptied out the daddy clip like five yeah. Bruh, No, because yeah, when I, know, I first I know. played that live stream, even the one of the Steve Harvey one, she still started out going, go ahead, daddy. And I was like, what the fuck? Nigga, no. <laughs> why are you still doing this? it's bad it's bad in a sense of she did not promote herself her manager her manager if she has a whole team behind her exactly still did not promote her herself or get that information out um because there's still ways that you can still if you are blackballed it, it's not it's people still especially comedians still advertise their shows on the radio she could have hit up Charlemagne or anybody at the Breakfast Club and they could have did a little advertising for her. Mm-hmm. The same thing, though, if they would have known about it or if they did or they found out about it, I think they did because they did mention something on like one of the little news clips that Angela Yee does where she got a residency in Las Vegas. So she knew she was trying to do something. But even then, when you, burn, they bridges, when you burn bridges with people, they don't yeah. want a promo for you. But at the same time, especially if it was talk, if I was Charlemagne and people was talking about how I have such a big problem with black women and all this shit people are talking about, mm-hmm. I would, even though I'm yeah, the, obviously sure. Charlemagne doesn't own the show, but I'm yeah, just saying but, in a sense because she had battled with him so much on that on that um, episode or during that interview. You're right, and that does but then to like promote her would have been so much helpful. Boy, she hates men. <laughs> I just wanted to say that. I'm sorry. But I was done. I keep trying. Brother Leonard. I don't know if, about y'all growing up. I don't know if it's because with me, because I'm a, I'm a, I'm a woman. Um. Oh boy. No, no, no. I'm just thinking like when you guys. Go ahead. Go fuck ahead. you. <laughs> Wait, I just oh, realized that, I'm a woman. Taken, oh, boy. that could be taken extremely out of context. <laughs> you fucking boy hates women. <laughs> But like, when I was younger, when when the Parkers was still popular, was still around, um, or when Monique was still popping in the sense when she had movies and sh- 
Um, did you guys ever, were you guys ever really into Monique like that? Because with me, I don't know if it's just because when I was young, like I had a white mom. So like, I didn't really have a whole good, like how to be a person in the nicest way possible. So my mom doesn't shank me, but <laughs> like, I did not growing up, I did not have the popular or the, the proper representation of how to be a, I guess you could say a strong black woman. So I was looking for that because I had the, the black women who were around me, unfortunately, were not very positive. Mm -hmm. So I try to look for some sort of representation for that. So when I was younger, I would think of Queen Latifah and Monique as the same thing in a sense, like those two were my fucking idols in a sense when I was younger. And I'm trying to think now, Monique definitely isn't. Queen Latifah, I would still put her as one of my role models in life. But I can't say that about Monique. I don't know. I'm not saying it. Obviously, that wouldn't be one of y'all's role models. But I'm just trying to think of, like, did y'all ever think of it in that sense, if that makes sense? Like, um, so when you when you say Monique, were you saying Monique as in herself? Or are you saying just Parker's Monique? Like, Nick? Like, as, the, like, the role that she plays is, like, in, the, in shows and movies. When, when I was younger, I... Um, because like, especially with, when it came to black stereotypes, I knew about those already. My dad was like on me heavily about that, especially with me being mixed. Um, he constantly would put shit about that and made me do essays on that shit. So I knew about that. I did not fully understand when it came to her movies still um, or the Parkers, the jokes she was saying, the things she was doing, but I could tell, but what I was looking at mostly was her character and um. I remember seeing one thing about her because it was like the kings and queens of comedy or something. The, it was the queen, the queens of comedy. Yeah, she was. A yeah, funny yeah. There, it was something like that, and it was just her character. It wasn't even really about if she was funny or not to me. It's just like what she represented to me. I was like, she looks like a strong black woman to me. Like she's something. Like she has a lot of co co like, Yeah, Monique, Monique, like normal Monique. Yeah, is one thousand percent the. I think it was a mixture of her roles and herself, in a sense. Yeah, because Monique... Because I couldn't understand Monique, everything as a child. No, regardless of if you agree with Monique or not, Monique, you can't say Monique isn't strong in how she stands her stance. You feel what I'm saying? She, yeah. mm -hmm. no matter what she feels, no matter how it is, she stands for that until the very end. You feel what This is definitely, this is documented, because we're talking about it right now. You know what I mean? So, yeah, if we talking about Monique in of herself and her stand-up, because her stand-up, that's her. You know what I mean? That's not her reading off a script. That's Monique. So, if mm. we talking about Monique, then, yeah, 1,000%, I would, I would. But would you compare her hmm. to Queen Latifah today? Would you say she's in the same right? Because Queen Latifah, they have a similar backing. They have a similar background with the, like, the, the, the TV shows and everything, but if you're talking about now with Queen Latifah, she got fucking shit going on. She has had stuff going on um, with CoverGirl, all these movies. She's still up there when it like comes to keeping her roles up. Like she's still getting like yeah. Good roles. I mean, I think it's a. I think the comparison is a little unfair, but I do feel like Queen Latifah kind of did the thing where she kind of early on caught on and was like, oh, okay, you know what? I'm gonna do this, this, and that. And I'm gonna set myself up, and I'm gonna be good. I'm gonna have, I'm gonna have, like, I'm gonna do my own thing here. I'm gonna do my own thing there, and then like people are gonna know me because people know Queen Latifah. People don't just go, 
oh, you mean shorty that used to rap? You know what I mean? Or like, oh, you're mm-hmm. from the last holiday. Like, nobody does that. You know what I mean? People say, mm-hmm. oh, Queen Latifah. And I feel like people people do the same thing with Monique. People say, oh, Monique. People don't say Nikki from the park. I can't even. It, was Nikki? Was Monique Nikki? Which one was Nikki? I don't even she, know. She was Nikki. She okay. was Nikki. <laughs> oh, yeah. Nikki Parker. So. <laughs> Like, but see, every time I I hear people talk about Monique, that's what I do hear, the Parkers. I don't hear anything else but the Parkers and Precious. That is it. Mm. Mostly Precious, but I don't hear anybody talk about stand-up or nothing. Yeah, that's all. Like, yeah, nobody, nobody does. Nah, I don't hear. Like I, I said, I was documented in saying that earlier. That people, But I'm saying that to say people know her name. You know what I mean? hmm And I don't know. I feel like... I feel like... Oh, what's she? What, mm-hmm. Sorry. Remember when she had a show on BET? A talk she show? Did? Yeah. See, I didn't even fucking know that. She Wait. had a talk show on BET like a couple years ago. Wait a minute. I, I, think, I think you just reached into the depths of my brain. <laughs> <laughs> I, I remember that. Fuck up. Wait, I think I. It was on, it was on like late night. I feel like my have, grandma was alive when this happened. The Monique had, show. Here it is. <laughs> Because they used to have the thing, the the the, the BT Express YouTube. song. This was, was, was 2009. Yes. Yeah. Oh, what the fuck? She interviewed Ray Simone and Patty LaBelle. I remember that. And Taraji. Oh shit. When, when, up, when, y'all, when y'all kept saying Monique, I just kept seeing this logo in my head. I just said Monique. <laughs> <laughs> Nigga having Vietnam flashbacks with the Monique BT <laughs> era. And then I said, why is she on the show? I forgot about that. I, I ain't even remember. Because they had the, um, the BT Express. This wasn't Express. too long ago. 2011 was it like one of her last interviews. Because she had um she had um BT Express do it do it to be satisfied. That was the thing. <gasps> I, oh my God, that was the thing. <laughs> do it. Yes. Bone thugs and harmony. You I know mean, what? Damn, no, she has some good ass. I think everything I said, of, uh, Monique yeah. is a national treasure. <laughs> 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 we just gotta erase the whole episode. <laughs> the Monique show. T. Boz talks about holding Clive Davis at gunpoint. Oh, Wait, what did you say to now? Talk about talking about. A list of episodes came up, and it said the Monique show. The first thing for me was the Monique show. T. Boz talks about holding Clive Davis at gunpoint. All right, go play out, Sanders. But <laughs> 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 she got common on this shit. She got air tone. I feel alive. Common. Hey, yo, it's common, and we got to stay black, and we have to be woke, and da 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 da. Okay, common. And most she deaf in the back. Hey, can y'all bring me back to the U.S.? <laughs> I'm tired. But but see, <laughs> yo, here's the thing though. Cause I'm looking at this now, and un- right when I looked up the Monique show on YouTube, one of the one of, if you scroll down a little bit more, one of the things that came up was a new interview where she brought up the shit versus Oprah again, and this was not even three weeks ago. Damn, it's not. It's still on. Yeah, or like it's, just... it's recent. Is she saying about how she's like how she's gonna try to bring it to an end, but she's still yeah. like talking shit, and she's mm. saying like you know she clearly. She, one of the things she says is like clearly she's not as powerful and she's putting up air quotes and shit and she's like still talking shit though. So in a sense, it's like she's kind of doing it to herself. I don't fucking yeah. know, man. I'm gonna have to um we we start it start again because we get to the point where where it'll it'll start delaying. So I'm gonna cut it off and start again. I'm sorry. <laughs>
You know what's sad? I just learned right now what Monique's last name was. What is it? I can't say it. Oh, God. L H U I L L I E R. La Hoya or Halaha? It's just Monique. It's just Monique. This is why she just went by Monique. Damn, I'm still trying to think of it too, because like I really used to idolize her as a kid. I'm trying to think what changed. I, I had to change my profile picture because I, I was tired of looking at it. Oh my god, you could do the profile. Pi- Hold up. Oh my gosh, she needs to marry. Can't hear Maury's father. Oh my god, let me stop. All right, so wait, um, wait what? What about I'm, the fan? I'm gonna send. I'm gonna send a picture to the chat, to the to the Instagram chat. If y'all can go on, I don't know if y'all can go on. Okay. Oh. Oh. Wait. What? Wait. I restart. Wait. What? I was restarting. What the fuck? Oh. This. Oh. 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 Wait. I'm so confused. He just watched my story. Why she got no underwear? Hey man, Sunday at six. Oh my god. This that's a sick ass promotion promo uh, video. Sundays at six, niggas. Bro, I'm still fucking logged out of my Instagram. <laughs> what happened? Eek. They're not logged out, but locked. That's the uh they call me white man's whore moment. <laughs> Even though he probably was, like the nigga yeah. probably old as hell now. But anyway, um <laughs> I know the people in the comments six. <laughs> what? What is it? It's it's a picture of TNT and Maury's um, mom and dad when they was younger. Damn. And I'm like, that, them, them comments probably probably terrible. <laughs> oh my gosh, this, this is not black love. What the fuck is wrong with y'all niggas? <laughs> I'm like, yeah, y'all want to talk about black love? How about y'all watch that show uh, for my man? What what a, what a, what a girl be talking about? What a girl be like? I don't know if you ever seen that shit on TV one with this called For My Man. That shit is kind of it's fucked up, but it's funny how they have like the reenactments where like they'll have like the guy. It'll be like it'll be like this. Um, Reginald um discusses the plan with his friends, and the friend be like, "Hey, yo, man, that idea goes so hard, bro. Like, I don't even know that the idea. Like, yo, man, that shit go hard. I'm like, what the fuck? Who talks like we this? don't talk like that? <laughs> oh man, but, damn, they did it. No, it's about it's about these it's about these black girls who like find a new guy, like a man, like a, a drug dealer boyfriend or some shit, and they end up getting caught up in a case or some shit. That's literally what the show is, but it it's good passing time shit to watch. But anyway, let's get back into money. Um, <clears throat> um, so I kind of wanted to talk about what 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 were we talking about? Oh, um, we left off on the Monique show. That's when we got derailed. We was talking about we we brought up the Monique show. You had brought up the Monique show, yeah, um, about it being on BET and saying about how she had that whole show on BET and yeah, yeah, started yeah. looking it up. And then um, I had found an interview about her talking about Oprah yet again, and this was not even three weeks ago. Yeah. Okay. So I wanted to talk. Okay. So someone I watched a video where someone was talking about this whole thing. It was talking about integrity and like black people, like how many black people are trying to get their way in. And talking like like you raised a good point about talking about like the budgets, like black directors getting budgets and stuff. I wanted to bring up Spike Lee and Malcolm X. So like, 
with Spike Lee, like, you know, he's he's already the thing that it's funny because like in the beginning, like after like she's gotta have it made such a big made so much money from like compared to the budget. Like they was just like, Hey, yeah, you, you wanna do do the right thing? You wanna do a school days here? Here's a here's a budget. Yeah, do the movies. And I guess you can say it would be like, oh well, he, they wouldn't. They didn't give him the same amount of money as this director or whatever. But you really saw that when Malcolm X was, was the main, because okay, let me take a breath real quick. Are you talking about the movie Malcolm X? Yeah. Um. So, and in that movie, I don't know if y'all had ever seen a bamboozled that he did. He did not get the same time at all. Let me. I'm, I'm gonna talk about Malcolm movie. X. So, oh, okay. So Malcolm X was like, all right, you know, he wanted to do a movie about Malcolm X. Well, first of all, it started off like somebody else was going to do it, and he was like, oh hell no, I don't want, I want, I, if anybody need to do it, it needed to be me. And so they was like, well, all right, here, shit, do it. And um, they, they the, when it came to the budget, they they didn't give him the, enough that he needed. So then they was working on the movie. While he while he was working on the movie, they switched over like companies. The companies got switched over to who was doing like running it, and the company that 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 they that, that now ran that was was on, that they had the movie under it had stopped the production of Malcolm X. So he Damn. was like shit because I because he ain't having no money either. So that was another factor. So what he did was like okay, so I need to so maybe I should like ask some people some known black figures, maybe they can help. And showing up they did, like he asked Bill Cosby, he asked Janet Jackson, Prince, Michael Jordan, um, Magic Johnson, etc. <clears throat> so that's how he got the budget for Malcolm X to continue the movie. Like that's that's a huge example of black people, black directors not getting the the, the, the budget they need for movies. Like yeah, using your resources. Yeah, like and it, was, it also goes to the fact where, like, in that time, like, there wasn't really any good light, light on Malcolm X, so they was also with that. And all, another thing, they, they didn't really want him to make the movie three hours. But then he, he had said, like, oh, well, what, like, well, 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 how long is JFK? You know, because JFK was still in the works, too. Like, well, JFK, like, three hours? Like, shit. You know, they think that's about to be too much shit. That ain't finna be three hours. That ain't finna be two hours. So why can't Malcolm X be three hours? So fuck it, I'm gonna do I'm gonna do this shit. Yeah. So yeah, like, and then like we look at a lot of these like Tyler Perry movies and stuff. Like, I like the the budgets like for those movies be like high because those are so like popular with white people. Like I'm sure we know like a lot of those movies are popular. But when you have a movie like Malcolm X, that's gonna get that's gonna shake white people and some black people like you know it's hard to get budgets for those movies which is a shame in a way because it's like i mean what i could say about tyler perry's films not because you're right, but what i could say about tyler perry's films is that they don't um the reason they do so well is because he makes them to look for little to no money like mm-hmm. he like, like they they're like re- like his films are like really inexpensive you know what i mean yeah, like, so that's kind of, and then you really think you really think about them, it kind of shows, but but that's because they don't really do anything extremely extravagant with the cinematography, with the the lighting and the cameras and shit. You know what I mean? Spike yeah. Lee is extremely stylized. He like does different tricks. He like he like 
color scenes a certain way. You know what I mean? To give all his films a certain feel, a certain way. Uh -huh. Plus, he used like, the same actors over and over again. Who? Tyler Perry. Well, yeah. Spike, Spike probably did, Spike away. did the same thing. Yeah. Like, I Perry mean, but wow. every goddamn thing, though. And then you got Tyler Perry doing shit like fucking uh, Boo at Medea's Halloween, which he fucking filmed in one week. And, Boy, and, and, and about a funeral. Yeah, and like he's like fucking seventy five percent of the cast, and the rest of them is YouTube niggas. Damn. You said he's fucking seventy five percent. No, cast. he is okay. He's he is seventy five percent of the cast. Also, you said he was fucking. I'm like, wait, what? No, no, this no. is this is the shade room tea. <laughs> <laughs> all right, the right. episode all over again. Goddamn. All right, trace mates, <laughs> trace mates. But yeah, and then like, what's another like? And then with, with just just four like black actors really getting into the game, too late to think about like who else was out in the nineties, like John Singleton and and John Singleton. <laughs> <laughs> Relax. But you know what I mean? Like it's it's just the the the, 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 the we we're so we we as the people are so not as as like we're not as diverse as we think we are, you know, is what I'm trying to say. Like, we aren't really, like, this is like with movies like Black Panther and all this stuff. I know you're like, Black Panther, woo, woo, woo. But um, it's like, we, like you know, we see, like, diversity in that, but it's like we're not as diverse as we think we are. There's so many more white actors in Hollywood than there is black actors. Like, it's all, sure. like, it's it never was built for us. And it's just... For sure, when you when you think about film from the ground up, you think about the very first blockbuster, the first movie to ever get a sequel, the first film played in the White House, The Birth of a Nation. Birth of a Nation. You think about and the first movie with sound. You think about the jazz singer. You like, you know what I mean? Like it's kind of always kind of been that way. Yeah, like with black, like this, like people are still, like where, where people are still surprised at seeing like, oh well, this black director has to get a Kickstarter to start this movie or. This, these small like actors. Why their movies so? Why is this movie better than like somebody like some of the the the, the smaller directors have just as good movies as some of these movies that are popular. Mm -hmm. But it's in part because we we can't like we know we can't get in like we we have a hard time trying to get in. And this is where like integrity comes in or like get trying to play for money. Where it's like, should I like sacrifice like all this that I want to do for? Like, like for like just to get money like should i like should i be like have to make all these white people comfortable in order for me to get into the game should it's, i have like look even even if you want to be if you because if you want to if you want to do monique's thing and you want to play the integrity game which is like not a bad game to play i i, I don't i know we've been kind of like on monique for like this whole uh episode but like i'm I'm in no way saying that she was wrong. I just kind of felt like Monique just kind of like, like was kind of like yeah, juicing in certain ways. You know what it's I mean? Approach. But it's really. I don't think she was wrong. I just if yeah. you, if you want, I I, read, I remember probably like ten years ago I saw a video um, of of this guy James Rolfe, and he was talking about um, like how he like used to be a filmmaker when he was a kid, and he used to like use the camcorder and all that shit. And he said that the the later you're born, the more advantages you have. And I always remember that because you know what? 
if I was born in 85 and I wanted to make movies, I would have to get the camcorder that was in the house, press record, and I had one chance to do the take. If I fucked it up, I would have to rewind and tape over the shit. You know what I mean? But today, mm-hmm. I can sit in front of my computer at college and literally put together a professionally put together film using the exact same software that actual studios use. I can do that here. You know what I mean? Right. Because I was born later and I have the techno- technology and the advantages. The same thing goes for anybody that wants to be a filmmaker and that doesn't want to like mingle with like all the white heads and like sell their integrity. You can use your connections with all the black people that you know. You know yeah. what I mean? You can go to the NAACP and say, I want to do this film and it's going to be this and it's going to be that and it's going to do this for the culture, X, Y, and Z. Is there any way you guys can help me? Can you put me in front somehow? That is possible. You know what I mean? You can you can do that with a lot. You can do a Kickstarter. You can shop it around the hood. You could travel. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. It's literally endless. You can speak to everyone if you wanted to. So literally nothing right now is impossible. You know what I mean? Like you could you could you could get you could get the budget without having to sacrifice any uh, anything integral if that's your concern. Is what I'm saying. Of what course, I'm getting film is sacrifice. You're going to have to not speak to family. You're going to have to not see yeah. your friends. Of course, when you want to get something done, you're going to have to like lose certain things. But if who you are is what you're worried about you don't you don't have to I have you say you you saying this really shows the generational difference between a lot of like the old heads that are speaking about this versus us because like I like you wouldn't like they they probably a lot of those like just like when I because I was thinking about like the integrity shit and now would you say this one like you know what that is extremely true because like with with us as starting out like platforms on Instagram and whatnot like mm-hmm. you know who we didn't have to like suck nobody dick just to get <laughs> exactly. to where we are exactly that that five k followers on Instagram that I have that fucking. 70k uh youtube subscribers that i got i ain't touch a single soul i ain't talked to no white niggas i ain't do nothing okay <laughs> all i did was like, teach these I, niggas how to black as much as people diss um academics academics got in on his own too yep. you know? yep. yeah he's still a bitch nigga i mean well, yeah, but, <laughs> but, but he got in on his own he That's he's all that bitch, nigga. jerry mouse Um, I have a question so the whole thing that had started um, this kind of goes back to the interview a little bit more but like the whole thing that I guess that had started the the issue with them during the interview was that a week before she had came on to do the interview Steve Harvey had said something public about her what was it that he said because that's the thing I couldn't find that anywhere, and that was the main issue that they were fucking arguing about was that. Mm-hmm. But it's anybody who was reporting on it was only talking about her. So in a sense, that's still mm-hmm. fucked oh, up. Back to journalism. That's yeah. Yeah. Like journalism. The journalist they pick and choose what they want. Like they pick and choose. Saying earlier, because everything that I try to I try to do research on, the first thing that would come up when you look up Monique is articles that are about her saying she will punch him in the face and shit like that. She wanted to slap him. That's all that kept coming up for me. I had to scroll down 
to find shit. And that's kind of yeah. fucked up when you look at it because it's like, okay, you guys are trying to get headlines to get readers. Because I understand with online platforms when it comes to news sources and stuff like that, it's not, you guys aren't really getting, they're not really getting, it's not as popular as it was. The same thing with like a newspaper in a sense. It's not as popular as it was because there's so many outlets and things now that you can go to for that information. Mm -hmm. but, it's always been kind of fucked up and from the beginning, from the jump, but mm -hmm. it's really more now, especially with, it's the full oh, well, we can, journalism oh, we can, though. Oh, we can, Go ahead. We can like we can cut out a video like pieces of a video and just post it, or we can just or some random motherfucker on Twitter could just go and grab screen cap a piece of a video, say something like, "Oh, well, this person said they don't like this person," and mm -hmm. they can get a like like a one hundred k retweets, shade room, and everybody sees that, and yeah. just puts out, "Oh, um, such and such doesn't like this person," and then everybody believes it, but then. You you also have some people who actually do a little more who will look watch the whole video, and the person be like I don't like this person because of this, and then you're like oh, well if they don't like this person because of this, then that makes sense. Like yeah, they pick and choose because even if even those articles that had said that had showed that as the titles like saying about her hitting him and saying that if you click on the fucking articles, it's still not discussing the full extent of their their argument or their conversation it was making her the aggressor the complete time mm -hmm. and uh, i really want to know what he said because there was you know there was parts where they were both yelling he was yelling too he was he even mm -hmm. admitted he was pissed the fuck off at her he said he was pissed he said he was heated and he shouldn't have said that stuff he shouldn't have behaved that way and he apologized but still he still did do it but like i want to know what it was that he had said about her a week beforehand that caused her to be that mad because he could have said something really fucked up but even like the breakfast club never said anything like that things like that that like i don't know about y'all but i listen to a lot of the podcasts and radios when it comes to new stuff sometimes that's probably not the best thing but um it's usually because they'll usually talk about more details and stuff like that but nobody that i have listened to has really has or that i listen to or even news outlets anything has said what the fuck he said in the beginning that pissed her off so much. And I really mm. want to know because that kind of brings it back to like, if he's kind of, an, if he really, depending on what he said, if you got to think about it, like look at his career and look at the things he, he does and he says, is he kind of an Uncle Tom? Because with this whole thing that was going on, people were bringing up like him losing his show to Kelly Clarkson and he had publicly talked about it and he had said that he, he he has so much stuff he wants to say about it because of how the how the um the company decided to handle it they didn't tell him he just showed up one day and that girl was there doing his job mm. so like it's she was in the sense she was kind of saying too in a part of one of her live streams like see the same thing is happening to you now and i would support you and try to be to be behind you for you losing your show and you you losing one of your outlets to speak your mind and stuff why wouldn't you do that for me so i don't know if y'all understand what i'm trying to say because i talk so fucking much no i get no <laughs> no nah, i feel you bro you don't talk much. you don't talk that too much go, that, that also goes to what i i talked about i had uh, mentioned it on well, they mentioned it on reeks podcast sleepless just talking about that clip 
what that dad took from um from his comedy special talking about you know he would play a monkey for this amount of money but i'm like yeah they see that and just say that but they don't understand the context and right maybe, right. It's, and maybe it's not bad and maybe it's still not good either way but the context of that was my he, uh, michael clark duncan talking about he was playing a monkey and um playing the apes and how much money he was making off of it and then spike but steve harper was saying you know why are you gonna play a monkey like you know you about to sell this back and you know it's like you know you know you're just talking shit. and then yeah. when he told him how much money he was making he was like i'll be the best monkey that you would ever <laughs> see like black folks would be ashamed of me mm-hmm. if you see <laughs> but yeah. if it was for that amount of money but I'm like yeah they, they didn't really they just posed oh he said you want to be a monkey for this amount of money right 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 that's the problem even when back when um because i even talked to ricky about this shit with the with charlemagne and the only brilliant idiots what they were saying about the, about the about the and the well, drugging the girl and uh-huh. having sex with her and you was like and, and you you know you got on me about it like you know you you didn't listen like did they did they you didn't li- don't listen to the episode like they didn't that's out of context. it was like a they clip it was just yeah. a little clip that they got they were trying to trying to get people get get them for, but it's like you didn't listen to the episode. You just and probably... it kind of worked because it 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 wasn't just like that with you though because it kind of worked because that specific person made a whole documentary about it and she puts him as she changed her story kind of and she said that he was the one now who specifically did everything that wasn't what her original story was uh, and in this documentary uh... like she goes back to the apartment. <laughs> Sounds like another documentary that they're trying to put out too. It's oh. already out. It's on YouTube. She only put it out on YouTube. It was like a small company, but it already has like half a million views. I know, but it sounds like another documentary. This is why I don't like people's oh. attitudes towards it. Play well, gunshot. It, it, it won't be at, that documentary. Probably won't even be out for very long because they're suing him. Which they yeah yeah. yeah. But she even did a whole documentary about it and she changes her story. And if you look at the documentary too, just be looking at her emotion in it, even I, even when I was watching it, cause I, I wanted to like see what her side was. Cause I had, mm-hmm. I had listened to, you know, the full podcast of the brilliant idiots and all the things that have been brought up and stuff. And People still talk about it because every time you look down at the comments on YouTube of anything that's on the Breakfast Club or anything like that, anything that has to do with Charlemagne, it's the, it's people going off on him about it still. I want to see receipts. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how you would see receipts too. I don't know how you would see receipts on a rape, but uh, <laughs> like the rape. The- kit, bro. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh. <laughs> I ain't seen the seats. I ain't order in a minute. The Excuse girl, me. um... I'm sorry, I didn't mean to press the <laughs> good, good, good. <laughs> Um, the documentary is like, um, it came out, I think, I believe it came out, it basically came out right after the whole thing, or it got blown up. It's been out a little bit longer, that's not what I meant to say. It's been out longer, but it got bigger and it blown up more after the whole thing of Charlemagne, um, he went on, it was, it was, I think it was the one about R. Kelly, that documentary. Mm-hmm. And um, people were mad that he was in it. Even the director said something about apologizing for him being in it because she didn't know the story and everything. And the documentary, it's like, it's almost an hour. And she's, if you, even if you're looking at it, 
her emotion, everything, you kind of believe her, but without looking at the full facts, the story is completely changed. The area is completely changed. Like the place that it happened is her age, his age. She only talks about Charlemagne in this sense, and it, and even the mother when she talks about it, like the it what her her mother says is so ridiculous. You can't believe that a mother would put her child in that type of situation if it's even true. Mm. So it's like people don't talk about that still too. They'll look at that documentary, and that's what people are going off about, because that's how I found that documentary was those comments, and everybody was going off about it. But you only look at that. And yeah, that's almost an hour, and it's not just a small clip, but still, it's not looking at full facts. Like, there needs to be something, like, I feel like back then, like, in previous, I don't know, in previous years, there was something, like, a higher standard for journalism and even movies and documentaries, and people would show full facts. People don't do that anymore. Yeah, they don't. And that's kind of disturbing. Anybody can say anything about you. You could, it's so easy to fake information. It is so easy to fake evidence, everything. Definitely, definitely. It's kind of scary in a sense. You know that. that well, not for me. I'm that. a woman. Ain't nobody gonna say I raped them. But <laughs> oh yeah, man, yes. that shit coming soon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because yeah, because y'all motherfuckers want to want to joke about niggas getting raped and shit. Oh, <laughs> uh, they uh, fuck. Um, <laughs> um uh, yeah. speak on it. Speak on it. No, because these motherfuckers want to be like, oh, well, you guys, did you really get raped? Like niggas, shit, niggas, yeah, they got. Like, why, why is that it? Why it's crazy this? that the whole men rape thing is still like it's supposed to be funny. Yeah, this shit get on my. I hate that shit. Um, it's interesting because I see a lot of people who like. I thought I would mostly see women. I I with with the king with the stuff like that with the men being raped. I would see most. I thought I would mostly see like women at least before, that would be like be like, oh, you didn't get. That's just some bullshit. But I see a lot of men, like, even the whole thing with Terry Crews, he didn't get raped. But with him even talking about that, like, um, I forgot his name. He's, he's um, something, I think it's like Michael Aleel White or something like that, Michael something. Um, he was in the Tyler Perry movies, if that helps. He played the husband that he plays as fucking um, Black Dynamite. Michael Jalil uh, White. That nigga. Yeah. Wait. What? Wait. That's not who I'm. Michael J. Michael J. White. No, I think his middle name is Ali or Lee or something. It's J- Jalil White, something like that. I don't think Jalil so. White is Urkel. It's Urkel, my nigga. Wait. Wait. Hold on. Hold on. This is racist. Let me look him up. Hold on, because I know I know exactly who you're talking about, but I don't know his name. He he. They just did, which I I really wish black people would stop. It's Michael Jai White. There you go. Thank you. I said it before. You said it. You said Jaleel, you said my nigga? But I said child. You said no, no that one did. Hey, why the fuck is Black Panther nominated for Best Picture? <laughs> <Stop>. <laughs> uh, the Oscars tonight, too? Oh, uh, damn. But, yeah, I'm confused on why. Though. I ain't either. First of all, Black people, we need to stop going on to fucking uh, Vlad TV, because I don't see why y'all niggas haven't learned. Y'all don't even Who get paid Vlad? for this interview. He went on. He went on um fucking Vlad TV. Michael Jai White. He went on Vlad TV. This is where I saw it from. It was like it came out like two days ago, not even. And he was talking about the whole thing on Terry Crews. And he was even saying, "I don't understand 
how the fuck he would let that happen to himself. I would kill somebody if they if they try to even joke about that. Boy, and he was down shaming him too. So like, okay, oh. you know, I wasn't expecting that. Look, you know what man, I mean? because all right, so from I know and he blamed it on him in one another I, interview. He blamed it on him. He said it's it's kind of his fault in the sense. D.L. Hughley, who is uh, the comedian who's part of everybody's skits on uh, the King's Comedy. <laughs> Facts. <laughs> Facts. Wait, what? D.L. Hughley is the part you, that everybody skips on the you, King's Comedy. You, what? Wait, 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 why? <laughs> you watch D.L. Hughley's part? <laughs> Nigga, I love him. I have his right. I have replay. I, I mean, I've heard his shit. radio show, but... I listen to his radio show too. He's a smart ass nigga. Come on now. I don't know why the fuck he on Vlad. He still be going on Vlad TV. He shouldn't be. He got some dope. I've read his books. D. L. Hughley. Hey yo, let me tell yes. you. Yes. Black people. Hey, they, that they, nigga they, was they, even they, on they, the Fresh Prince back in the day. D. L. Hughley says he well when when the when the whole Terry Crews shit was happening. <laughs> when the whole Terry Crews shit was happening, he said. God gave Terry Crews muscles for a reason. Yeah. All that goofy shit, right? So Terry Crews goes, yo, my man, you said God gave me muscles for a reason, as if I was in a spot where it would be smart for me to react. Like, what were you trying to say? He was like, well, you saw the video. So Terry Crews is like, so you implying, like, what exactly? I'm supposed to, I'm supposed to use force? Like, I definitely, like, pushed them off me or whatever and then D.L. Hughley like well pushing somebody off and smacking the shit out somebody is completely different and then so Terry Crews is like all right so what you saying is in order to get away from a situation I have to resort to as much violence as possible because apparently that's what gets people to listen to me that's what gets people to respect me so yeah you black you're a black man right you're supposed to beat everybody up that you see huh right so Terry Crews then goes so, should I smack the shit out you? Oh, see, no response. No, he did respond to that on another I didn't see fucking. It. What do you say? No, you no, see, no. you see, you see, you uh, Terry Crews told me that he smack the shit out me, no, and I said, uh, <laughs> and I said, uh, <laughs> he, he, um, no, he didn't respond on Twitter. He responded by going into D- DJ Vlad interview again, which I hate that he does that, but. So, uh, DM, who yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> like, the kings of comedy is so funny. I don't skip your part, like, uh, like, uh, the fuck up, actually ever seen what Vlad looked like? Like, this nigga, yeah. he looked crazy. He did. Yeah, you, have, you, have the, you have the funniest part, shut the fuck up, nigga. <laughs> okay, Brandon Mac was there. All right, yeah, yeah, yeah. I hate that he does this, but yeah, I really fucking hate that he does this, but because like he really is a smart man. He does have like a lot of good points with stuff, but watching if you look at the full context of those tweets and that conversation. And then if you go to that interview and you just watch that, you have a whole different viewpoint of it. And it's fucked up because he's super smart, but it's like you're using it in the wrong way because you're trying to create a whole nother narrative. Because his whole argument was, oh, okay, so you're going to tell me, he's like, I was surprised that he even tweeted at me. I was like, why the fuck you tweet at me? Now you got my number. 
And he was like, well, his whole argument was fucking stupid. That's, this is what he said. He said that Terry Cruz, he's like, I don't understand. Like he, the only part he talked about was specifically the part saying about him saying, well, how about I slap the fuck out of you or, you know, stuff like that. How about I mm -hmm. put my hands on you? And he said, so why the fuck are you threatening me? Why didn't you fucking, why don't you go threaten the nigga or the bitch who fucking See, know, no. you? People that's that think that way, I, I know exactly what the fuck D.L. Hughley's doing because he's a comedian, so I know he understands the context of this. Yeah. Terry Crews is saying, this is obviously not how but I should handle this situation narrative. either. He's, 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 he's playing it up to show, like, my nigga, either way, I'm overreacting. Because if I do this here and I was to do this there, it was still, what would become of it? What would be different? Terry Crews assaulted this guy. Like, if he, you know how they work. Like, if he, exactly. if he, and if Terry Crews were to get locked up, okay, none of these niggas that's talking shit was going to put money up for his family. And that's a fact. You know yeah. what's like really, even really more fucked up too is that the same. God damn that was, it. A, that was a late response. That yeah. was a scary ass. <laughs> that was, that was kind of like, scary. I thought it was real. Steven. Steven. <laughs> Are you okay? <laughs> Drop off. <laughs> How are we going to drop these two episodes? What the fuck? <laughs> right? Man, fuck, man. <laughs> How the fuck are we going to drop these recordings? <laughs> but, uh, so right before this thing happened with Terry Crews, it had happened to another dude, but he's not black. So I wonder if it has to be, if it mm. really goes back to the whole black masculinity thing, because at the same, like, if you look at Terry Crews' roles, like throughout his time it's kind of like it's always been something of like him taking his shirt off kind of sexualized type thing too so right before he came out with terry cruz a lawsuit victory was announced for um i don't know if y'all y'all know those fucking twilight movies uh that fucking nigga taylor lautner mm -hmm. yeah so the same thing had happened to him and he was in a casting call. He was about to sign the contracts for the movie and everything. It wasn't a casting call. It was something about um, going over the script and something. They were about to sign the contracts. His dad is his, is his manager. And he had left for a minute. And they had basically tried, they had basically forced Taylor to take his shirt off and to take his clothes off and try to do sexual stuff in front of them. And he oh. was basically, he took his shirt off. He's like, why do I have to take my shirt off? Because he's like, I, he, he said, this is the specific reason why I don't want to do serious roles anymore. I just want to do comedy roles because they're not going to make me try to take my shirt off all the time. And he had won a lawsuit. He had came out about it. He won a lawsuit against the company. And he's not, he's not allowed to shoot movies with them anymore, but he got a big ass fucking amount. He got like over $5 million from them, from them doing that and sexually harassing him. Oh, and yeah. he came out about it. No negative feedback at all for him. Nothing. So how come when Terry Crews does it, it's nothing but negative? I don't think he did a lawsuit against them, but I don't know if he did. But um, when he comes out about it and speaks on it, it's like there's it's like a whole bunch of backlash towards him too. I don't understand that. That's because he's a big I, black man. He's the big beefy. That's what I'm saying. Like this whole black masculinity is a because problem. because we black and yeah, black people yeah we we don't. It's the same shit with, with mental health. Yeah, you know, we don't do that shit. That's that white people shit, you know? Yeah, my dad tells me that shit to this day. He will say stupid shit like that. Like, that's some white people shit. That's that white energy. You, you know, black people, we can't just do normal uh -huh. every day. We can't just um, try to better ourselves. We have to be 
set to because you know we don't we don't do that shit because we you know we ain't white you know mm-hmm. you know like like I I hate it. I hate it because it's like, well, it's like a good thing and a bad thing. I hate that it's instilled in us so much that that's like, oh, depression ain't shit, blah, blah, blah. Like, I can understand parents and like black black people telling you to be resilient about it. But also it's like, nah, bro, it's like we all people. So like, yeah, people suffer from anxiety, depression, all that shit. Mm-hmm. Y- y'all should take it just as serious. And like My, Terry Crews shit, they they stay on his ass on Twitter. Like, bro, I I see so much Terry Crews hate on my fucking timeline, and it's just like, why, he bro? He's he taking all shit. Support at all, really? Mm-hmm. Like, why? Like, bro, you can see that this man obviously have a problem with this, and like, it's a serious fucking problem, and it need to be spoken on. But y'all just want to laugh at this shit and be like, you should have punched him, you should did this, and then the nigga not have no job, and then nigga. Be or he would have like, ah, got thrown in jail or something because that's because that's assaulting them too. Mm-hmm. And it's fucked really? up. I don't think it really has anything to do with him being like even because he is a big fucking dude, yeah. But Taylor Lawler, when that happened to him, was a fucking big. I don't even know how to say his fucking last name. Um, <laughs> he was a big ass dude too. And he yeah, but he's not buff. a big. But he's not black. Exactly. That's the whole thing. Because I was. That's what I was gonna try to say. Again. You know, it's, that's it that has white to do with your shit. skin, because it's like just the your skin color. Like the well, Taylor Lautner's not white, but um, he's like Native American and Samoan or some shit. I try, I don't know, but yeah, bitch, you done hit, bitch, you I tried to make sure he wasn't black. Bitch, that's what I was trying bitch, to find out. This bitch just hit a fucking door in, in, in my car. Never mind. All right. Uh, <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> it really goes back it really does go all all the way back to those fucking stereotypes about how black men are supposed to be be and in what like even what you were saying Blake cuz like my dad's favorite fucking line to say is oh do you think that Back then, when the slaves was around, that they had time to be fucking depressed or bipolar? What the fuck? No, they didn't. With all this shit happening to them, do you think they gave a fuck about anxiety? That's his number one. Did they know about anxiety? Yeah, like they probably all would be fucking diagnosed with hella shit because the shit that was. But I'm saying, did they even know about that shit back then? Uh, no, not no. I don't think so. So what's his point? What's his point? Like that's just his favorite. Line to do. Yeah. Get, get your said. get your father on the motherfucking podcast. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? Like this is the thing though, because with him, <laughs> that nigga it's a really bad example. Because my dad, he has like three fucking masters. He's a smart ass man, but when it comes to common sense, he is not there all the way. <laughs> and, all right. Like um. His whole viewing point of it, in a sense, is because he's so pro-black that his whole argument is. Oh, he one of them niggas that be like, "Oh, I'm so pro-black," but yeah, we don't we don't do none of that white people. Like, we don't. Yeah, do that's him. That improves us. That's people. my yeah, dad. I got it. I got the shit. That's my dad. <laughs> but like with what him, <laughs> with him, it's like no, because I'm tired of the motherfuckers that always want to be like, "Yeah, we pro-black, but don't want to help. No, no want to improve nothing in a black community. Just want to tear down every fucking person well, that's trying to that, that that's got." Okay. Mental health and all that shit. Okay, go ahead, go ahead. He's go ahead. like that, but he does do he does do a lot of stuff in his community. He will do that, but when it comes to mental health, no. And it's funny because well, get your shit together, motherfucker. <laughs> it's funny because with him, it's like a stereotype because he is schizophrenic. So yeah, nigga, you got three masters, but you're schizophrenic. But in, in in his mind, he doesn't believe you know black people can't have any of these diseases. This is all white made shit. 
That's what his beliefs are. And when he says that, basically, he's trying to say that whole thing about slave shit. He's trying to basically say that black people have, and which I can understand him to a point, but in a sense, it's kind of ignorant because he's trying to basically just say in his own fucking weird ass way that black people have been through so much as a race. And we have. And have our ancestors have done been through so much and the craziest fucking shit ever. And through all this stuff, literally everything taken away from us, why is it that in this generation, the smallest things can affect our children? That's what he's trying to say, but he can't uh, say it right because he's fucking Well, learn to say it right, motherfucker. With your three degrees, nigga. People with... <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Leave no, you it. Good, bro. You good. You good. Good. You good. Leave it. <laughs> Leave it in. <laughs> Yo, you I come with the ODN. Steve yelling. Steve yelling. Get your father on the motherfucking podcast is like top five moments for me. I'm so scared because of what, if that would ever happen because it would be so weird because it would just sound like Rick Ross is talking. To <laughs> and Steven's yelling at Rick Ross the whole time, like, what the fuck is wrong with you, man? <laughs> yeah, I just don't believe in that mental health shit. <laughs> That's the voice he does with no number of that. Steve's like, well, I'll tell you, goddamn, I'll tell you what, goddamn. <laughs> <laughs> I am done with the South hating. I, I am a proud Alabama. I love the South. I love the South. I understand why, though, like, why that's such a big deal with, like, black people not wanting to admit. Because that's been a big ass pro- Like, with even other shit that goes on in, like, the household period, like, a black household, a lot of families don't want to admit shit or let shit, like, you know, admit shit that's coming out like even my dad would be like if you even hear something our next door neighbors were black if you hear them even because i would hear i would hear the like fucking um the boyfriend beating the fuck out of the out of the girl sometime and i tried to call the police one time when i was oh kid. don't yeah yeah don't say nothing because yeah Bruh, we don't wanna, i got we my ass beat. Our, our, our fucking community but we don't want to um, call call the police or call for help if someone's in danger. But yeah. no, because see, we don't do that shit. Because we what we black, we, we we don't do that white people. Exactly. Shit. And his and I got no my ass beat so hard that I have ever. I, been I'm so sick of that no life. snitching bullshit. That, that's fucking the idiotic shit. One of these this niggas. woman. I was like fucking nine. Exactly. I got my ass beat. And he said, "You do not ever call the cops on black people." Why? Yeah. His art. Uh, For what? Why, why, can't we call them, why, why can't we call them on black people? I, I'm so sick of that, that bullshit. This is but, oh, someone shot, someone shot me. Oh, so I ain't gonna snitch on them because you know I'm a hard ass gangster. <laughs> For what? It's yeah, like a whole mind to business type thing. And my dad's argument was what happens if you call the cops and what and um, what you heard wasn't really what you heard, which it was because like she was clearly getting beat the fuck up our walls were fucking thin like she was getting her ass beat and um he said what if the police come and that man is dead or in jail for something that you said that was wrong there was a time when there was even a bomb like somebody was threatening to like to to blow up our school or put a bomb threat in our school or some shit and 
there was something like the police were in the school were going around asking for information because the people were doing it were telling people about it through social media the cops didn't know that and i was like i was even debating if i should let them know that let them know about it because if they put if some information comes out because they were asking for people's names too and if my dad sees it i'm getting my ass beat that's what my thing was in my head but what the fuck if the school blows up nigga like what you gonna do then yeah exactly so it's like i don't understand oh, the whole thing about us where we so, don't so you gonna be my ass so you rather so you rather be my ass oh, oh you want me to get the, you want me to get the school blown you want me to, you want me to die because it's because I, I didn't tell some <laughs> shit that could have helped Talk everyone i i don't know I'm, why I'm though. that bullshit i'm why, that bullshit but where did that come from with us like if anything was going on like even a kid getting molested anything like that going on in the household not necessarily with all of us because not like that with all black families but with some people at least from an older generation it was like that i want where the fuck did that come from when my and when my angelo told who 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 molested her as a little girl the got, whole they, fucking neighborhood went and got that nigga. but the thing is she she went silent after that because she felt guilty why does why does she need to feel guilty it that was someone uncle, else I had think. harmed her I think mm -hmm. it was her uncle, but she had told somebody about it in the whole neighborhood. It came and she said that she didn't say in the book like that that man that what they did, but she had said that he was never seen again, basically. And she, I don't remember exactly what it was because she did say that she felt guilty in one of her books. I forgot what it was. I don't know if it was like one of her memoirs or something, but it was a book I was read, and that's that's where it had talked about it. And um, I think it had something to do with her just feeling guilty that 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 was her uncle i think he was her uncle Damn. and she felt like she killed her mother's brother or something like that oh yeah yeah i think I'm... but it's the same mindset that everybody's like when mary j black she was molested by someone and she ain't never say who it was or nothing a lot of these girls who are, are boys that are molested as a kid they're too afraid to say anything because they have a tendency to feel that they might get in trouble Mm -hmm. And yeah. and also, even if they do tell, they go like, uh, I, I don't, you know, the, the parents ain't gonna do shit. But it's mm -hmm. like, for what? Why? Why you ain't gonna do shit? See, that's kind of yeah. true to this day. Why would a child lie about some shit like that? Dude, that yeah. is true to this day, though, with some people. Because back to my dad's example, that the molestation thing that happened to me as a kid, my mom didn't want to tell my dad for that exact reason, or she thought that that he was gonna do something crazy. My dad found out when I was like 16 or 15. And you know what he said? He said, don't tell, don't tell his mother, my grandmother, and don't tell his sister, my aunt. Don't tell nobody that it happened. And he did nothing about it. That's what his, 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 uh, that's what his viewpoint of it was. So people still think like that. And I don't understand. Yeah, that's like, you need to like, you need to like, let, you know, like let people know that that's just, like it's not okay. Like I don't care if it's your uncle, dad, brother, sister, whatever. Like it, the shit is not okay, and they the need shit to, like, is not okay. to be talking about Monique. What the fuck are we doing? <laughs> Monique, fuck everything up, bro. <laughs> <laughs> this this is fuck Monique episode. This shit done turned into a whole different thing. <laughs> we can turn to the damn uh fuck, a fucking um black student high fucking video or some shit. <laughs> nah, fuck I don't even want to hear outstanding. <laughs> We put. I don't, we even, put. I don't even want to hear that shit no more. I don't, I don't either. And play it in reverse. I don't either. <laughs> Wait, what? What's wrong with outstanding? <laughs> no, we mad. We mad. I'm. Well, I'm mad at least. I just want to know what's 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 the I problem. I don't got with outstanding. 
<laughs> she, was just, she was just trying to use the father as an example. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to. Oh, no, no. Don't worry about it. My dad's a piece of shit. You can put it in. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. That nigga said, get your father on the podcast. And I'm Call that Oh, who playing that? Who did that? I don't know, but it's cool, ain't it? <laughs> Turn that shit up. <laughs> I'm happy already. Man, that shit funky. I like it. Now back to rape. Anyway. Whoa, 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 whoa. Oh, whoa. whoa. That would be so bad out of context. <laughs> you better chill for they fucking edit this shit like the brilliant idiots and cancel all of us. Right. Yo, the lead I, singer of the Gap Band had the strongest jawline I've ever seen in my life. Charlie, Charlie Wilson? Yes, bro. His fucking... Oh. He doesn't even look the same with that, bro. But his pose and just looking at his fucking his jawline, like this nigga literally was a fucking square. <laughs> his jaw was so his. I've never seen a jaw more finer than that. Like I, this nigga could cut sheetrock. <laughs> <laughs> sheetrock. Hey, my brother, come here real quick. <laughs> hey man, I need to get my fades. I need to get my fades. Here. Oh, don't worry about it, brother. Just come <laughs> Damn. But yeah, think I really want to know what Steve Harvey said to Monique before the week. <laughs> I feel like it was probably that stuff they were talking about about the um about how she probably went about all this stuff the wrong way and all that type of stuff. You know what I mean? I feel like that probably. I don't know if it came back up in conversation. This is I just me guessing. I but found I just know it. that was. And the it? only people to report it was fucking BET. Ah. Oh. Um, oh wait, no! It says Monique threatens to slap Steve Harvey after <laughs> he makes an insulting request. All right, man, I'm done. The comedian, <laughs> comedian, in, comedian, whatever. That's a weird spelling word. Didn't appreciate how she was being treated while on his talk show. Okay, so this is oh not oh, it. oh oh. Speaking of BET, uh, y'all took the, the L trying to diss Nicki Minaj. <laughs> Through that little tweet, y'all know damn when well, Nicki Minaj is our only, is our mm. only one still holding y'all down. Yeah, because who really be going to the BET? That it was, it was that, so funny, huh? It was, it was the shorty, whoever the shorty was that did it, that worked for them, that that ran the Facebook page. She the mm. one that made that booty ass caption. Everybody else at BET was like, uh, huh? She said it yeah. on Twitter too. It was like, it was like. It was like, oh, ha, 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 this little slick comment. Nick Minaj, oh, well, fuck y'all. Wait, BT. Wait, 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 wait. Hold on. <laughs> we saw her. Wait, we don't know. Please. Come back. <laughs> I, don't, I don't really even know, like, who really be still popping up at the BT? Who really be going to that? I went to the BT Awards. Never mind. So who, <laughs> who the fuck really be, like, Okay, who's famous? Who really be going to that shit? Like, who still supports that? It's kind of fucked up because it's like our only black award show. But actually, actually, technically, we have the Soul Train Awards. Okay, and other the, than the, the Soul Black Train Girls Award, Rock Awards, Black Girls Rock Awards, okay. and okay, but Black yeah. Girls Rock and Soul Train Awards, I love that shit, and I feel like that's way above 
the BET Awards. Oh, yeah, Black Girls Rock is so cool. Uh, my mom always watches it every year. I, 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 I didn't watch it this year because I got sad because Maya Angelou was going to be there this year. And I just remember when she had spoken and I had cried. And in and out. In and out. Of and time. I wanted. <laughs> 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 I will say this is the only oh, time. Oh, speak, speaking Perry of Maya Angelou, I got, a, I got a Maya Angelou book. I mean, a magazine from Essence. But I'm sorry. Go ahead. I was going to say that, like, this is the only time that Tyler Perry has ever fucking made me laugh. But he got a new movie coming out. I ain't trying to promo this bitch. But uh, <laughs> about uh, the fucking funeral or some shit. And he gets up there and he said, I will now read this poem by Maya Angelou. The wall, the bird, and the stone. <laughs> and he starts trying to talk like her. <laughs> That's the only time that nigga ever made me laugh. That's it. Nah, man, fuck that nigga. I'm, no, no, no. Yeah, no I, love, I love Tyler Perry. He tried to say Whitney. Love? He, he tried uh, to say Whitney. He tried to say Whitney. No, I can't do that. We're not doing that on this podcast. Bruh, yeah, okay. I was so happy when Spike Lee was talking shit about him. Like, nigga, look at the shit that you put out about black people. I was so happy about but, that. But back to the journalism shit. See, you didn't see the interview that he did <laughs> with Oprah when he was when he had talked about like how him and how him and Tyler had eventually talked. Yeah, I saw up. that. Oh, okay, okay. I just wasn't oh, at okay. that point yet. Damn. I'll, I'll, I'll relax. I'll relax. God damn, okay. nigga. Yo, Steve's really a funny nigga, bro. See, you didn't see, see the part when he was on. <laughs> he got road rage, but the car ain't even moving. <laughs> I didn't realize. <laughs> Yeah, Tyler Perry struck a dirt. Um, you got park rage. <laughs> uh, no, like back then when he had first came out about it, when he was talking about it, and he he had went on a he had said in a couple things and some things where he was even doing press runs for some shit. He had said some shit about him, but I was just thinking about it because this is a good example of how not to act. In a sense, Tyler Perry responded and acted like how Monique is acting. Because all I remember him acting uh, like is him calling him all, out his name and saying all this fucked up shit about him when um, they talked about him publicly. And he was saying shit so angry about him. And he was saying, like, you know, even at one point, this man don't even believe in God. Why are y'all going to take him over? <gasps> he said some fucked up shit about Oh, he, oh he was trying to get in here. He was trying to get the, the black woman mad on it. He was trying to get the old black woman mad on it. Yeah, he was trying to get all his people to rally up against Spike Lee. And he, See, this man, you, you about to man. get the church to turn on do the right thing? <laughs> right. He's called him out of his name in interviews and stuff when people, there was parts where he's on like uh, fucking red carpets and they brought it up to him. And the minute that they said it, his whole Wait, mood changed. How do, well, how do you know Spike Lee don't believe good? This was I, right I, after he had said, he had basically, everybody was asking every time Tyler Perry came up somewhere when he was doing interviews and shit like that. It was the first thing that was getting brought up was, did you see, even though Spike Lee, he wasn't getting that much, you know, the talk shows. But I'm talking about the, the, the believe in God part, because I literally just, I literally listened to the Quest Love episode, and he mentioned God, like, like, like throughout the whole entire thing, like, as in, like, you know, I felt like, like, thank God and God and God, like. Wait, what do you mean? Like, you know, we, we know somebody always be like, you know, you know, thank God I did this, or, you know, it was nothing but God in that moment. Yeah. But like so, 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 so I thought I, th I thought he did believe in God. Damn. But when you're talking about no, he was just saying that just to fucking piss him off. I think like just oh, to get oh, him, oh. just to get him to make him look. Well, bad. Tyler, you was nasty for that because but, but. <laughs> he was calling him out his name. He was saying all this crazy shit about him, 
Um, and it was literally just be, and he even told him to go to hell and all this stuff. <gasps> he said all this stuff about him. And of course, that's always the Christian. Um, um, excuse, yeah, yeah, got, yeah. You go to hell. You go. You go to hell for that. I don't know if this actor is still alive. His name is Clifton Powell. Do you guys remember him? That sounds familiar. Let me look him up. He's probably... played some interesting roles. I got to think of a role he's played, but like, if I say, you would know him if I said one of his roles, but fuck. Um, he, fuck, what was he? Oh, that's, oh, that's, uh, yeah, he always played a bad guy. Yeah. He was in Next Friday. He was in, uh, he was in Medicine Society. He was in Norbit. He played, he I was think in he, Ray, he was in Ray too. He, 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 uh, who was he in Norbit? That would help. I don't, I don't know. know that. That I, I haven't seen. Yo, I never seen. No, I don't like the fact that Norbit would be the thing that helps. <laughs> I would never. I've never seen Norbit. He, That's um, the reference. I never seen Norbit. He was in so. a lot of. He was in. He was in a lot of the Friday. I think almost in all the Friday movies. Um. He 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 was in a lot of stuff, and um, he even he got um Tyler Perry got him involved and and pretty much got him. He played Pinky in Friday After Next. There you go. Oh. Him. I was gonna say he played on um, Ray's manager until Ray was like, you know, you know, yeah, you, you, did, you, you did play his manager. You, you, you make him. He was in a he was in house party. He he played as that one bitch's brother, uh, Shireen, Shireen, Shireen. I think that was her name. Uh, he played Shireen, yeah, AKA Master Splinter's daughter. Okay. Yeah, he played. He played. <laughs> that's, my Kendra, that's my Kendra Lamar reference of the day. But um, um, <laughs> he got him involved Tyler Perry even got him involved and and got him Clifton Powell to go after Spike Lee and him and they got into a big ass fucking debate and he was talking shit about Spike Lee saying like why are you bringing fellow black people down and they turned it into a whole nother thing uh you're bringing your own uh people down why don't you talk shit about other people like that and Spike Lee's whole argument was I'm not trying to bring him down I'm just trying to say the stuff that he's promoting about black people is trauma and it's horrible why would you promote something like this why would you constantly yeah. make us look like this which is true, because the last time my grandma went to a Spike Lee, a Spike Lee, um, a Tyler Perry movie, she said she came home crying, and oh. I and I had to talk to her about it because she was upset and she was saying that she went in there. She I forgot what it was. It was the one with Bow Wow in it, I think. And oh yeah, that one kind of had me shook. I ain't gonna lie. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Okay. All right. I've been I've been yelling about this nigga. I've been yelling about Tyler Perry for like the whole podcast, but. I always said that that I felt like that was, if not his best film, but like one of them at least, at least top three. I don't know what else I would probably if you would count like for color girls and shit or whatever. But what's it called? Medea's Big Happy Family Reunion. Yeah, that Medea's oh. Big no, Happy, Happy, yeah. Happy Family. He sold the fuck out that dramatic scene with the uh, in the hospital. Mm -hmm. Nah, he sold that shit. Here's the like, thing, though. Have you guys ever it. seen his plays? Because what? Yeah. I don't think he still does it the same way anymore. But what he would do is he would do the plays first, and then they would come out as movies. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I remember that rule. Yeah, depending on the popularity and stuff. And if you look at the movies, obviously this is gonna happen in Hollywood all the time. But I, you notice it a lot. And like my grandma kid came home crying. She said everybody in the theater was pretty much white. And this is in Fresno, California. Nah, I remember like fam, like I and remember it was just bitches people walking people out. Disgusted. I remember yeah. bitches walking out the theater. Yeah, she did. She didn't say she she said after like the first ten minutes she couldn't she was sitting there disgusted with herself for even paying to get that ticket. Because she's like, I gave that man money. 
to go to and I supported him by doing that. She's like, I'm not gonna watch. She had all his plays, everything. And wait, wait. So what was she upset about? The the Medea's, I think it was the one y'all was talking about, the the big happy family. Wait, wait, what was wrong with it? Because I was saying that he kind of like did a good job on that. Was she crying because she was sad? When, when what a name? Yeah, that's what I thought. That's what I thought. No, yeah, I thought she was talking about. I could be wrong about what movie it was, but she it was a recent. It wasn't super recent, but it wasn't an old ass movie. And she had went into the theater. She said that most of the people in the theater were white. There was barely any black people there. Oh, and okay. She said that when she was in the theater, it was more ghetto and it was more coonery than anything like i, like, I, I get what you're saying that. yeah like make it was it was made her feel ashamed like the like oh 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 i oh. thought you was talking about like she was crying because oh, yeah God damn it you don't make me praise this nigga by accident no <laughs> wait okay i no you, you should praise him you should praise him shut uh, the fuck up steve <laughs> <laughs> no, <continue>. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, like with him. Y'all film niggas is funny. That Y'all one... film <laughs> <laughs> I ain't oh, a film shit. nigga, so I don't know about none of this shit. I'm just looking at what he's done for, for people to help people. The... Y'all looking at like y'all looking at like holy shit. But yeah, she said it made her cry. But like with his fucking um, with his plays and stuff. If you look at it. And then if you look at the movies that come out that are the same exact ones when it's in the movie role, like the, if you, okay, the same movie, if you look at the play version of it from back then and the ones that became the movies, if you look at that and if you watch oh. both of them, it's completely different. Obviously yeah. there's more singing and shit in the play. It's a fucking play. But when it comes to, I think because the play specifically, he was getting, if you look at the audiences, it was completely black. Completely fucking black. He was, I got one question. I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. Why is Kanye hat holding a Sunday service in in, in, in what in some unanimous place? Nigga, what? But continue. Wait, 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 wait. We'll, we'll talk about that. Keep, keep, we'll talk about it in a minute. Okay, keep, keep okay. Going. Cause I'm confused. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, uh, nigga, what about Kanye? <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Um, I'm, I'm, okay. So. So um yesterday it was funny because I, I followed Team Kanye Day on Instagram, right? So they um they posted possibly outdoor Sunday service setup and it's and it was um he's with um, his own church. And it said young <laughs> and it's young and it's um Bari, young lord, you know the the, the, the V Long nigga. He's with Ooh. him. And I had said I had said something in mm -hmm. the comments about that. But um they have a Sunday service and this is like forty minutes ago. Hold on. All new sleepers. <laughs> oh, this nigga, this nigga having a concert, chopping up shit, chopping up samples and shit. <laughs> Steve, man, and, shit. Yo, <laughs> everybody's in all white and they're all dancing. And he's like, dun, 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 dun. hold on, let me, let me show you what it sounds. You chopping up church samples? Well, he, he doing like what I, let me um, find it. Let me find this. He's doing like, He's like doing that shit. Oh, he just he just he, he just playing samples and shit. Oh my like, god! And they trying to vibe to it for real. And, and, it, and, no, and it's gospel. It's gospel music too. But it's just like okay, all right. What what the fuck is, is this? Yandy promotion, nigga. Like, 
I'm so confused. I, I'm I'm not really I'm not really with twenty eight. But this is how I normally feel Kanye. when it comes to Kanye. So I think I guess it's normal <laughs> for him. I, he's always confusing, but at this point, I don't really see the, the division at this point. Okay, I'm confused. Like, <laughs> I, I'm just like you. Just trying. To, I mean, Dr. Dre's managed to stay relevant. I guess he's like trying to be like Dr. Because you know, Dr. Dre managed to stay relevant all these years, even though he yeah. he still he ain't dropped details. <laughs> That bitch ain't never coming out. That that was that number has been a sick ass day when he was saying. y'all niggas is doing that? Yeah. I ain't even asked for this one. <laughs> I didn't know what that. That that must have been a sick ass day of like when he was like, "Oh, Dr. Dre is dropping a new album," and then it was like, "Oh, it's Detox." Uh, no, um, it's it, it, it's like no, oh, it's Detox. <laughs> it's like oh yeah, no, no, not that. Uh, it's gonna be this album called Crompton. Cause yeah, Compton, get it? Like, oh, I thought it was Detox. Nah, but actually, with, Compton was Compton was pretty good though. Not nah, with Detox. See, I, I'm just gonna let y'all know right now, so I can at least act like I'm trying to stay on topic. Um, <laughs> and the fucking this whole time, I have been trying to find out exactly what Steve Harvey has said, and I cannot find it. Everybody just keeps saying because she said something fucked up to her the week before. Well, nobody says what it is. <laughs> I'm gonna send this to the chat so y'all can see this, but it's this this mess with all these white children at, at, oh, at, at, at the church of Kanye. It's some black people out here too, but you, you know, it's like whatever. It's like some clan shit. Facts. Wait, 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 in the wall. Sorry. What? What? Wait, 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 in the water. I think the reason why I wait in the water. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, I think the reason why I brought up that whole thing between I don't think I brought it up. I don't know, but whatever. The thing with Spike Lee and um, Tyler Perry. Um, well, no. What I was saying about what I was trying to say. Whoa, 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 whoa <laughs> That scared whoa, whoa, whoa. the fuck out of me. Okay. You gotta give me a warning because I'm about to shit myself. <laughs> like I, I had it. We was talking about Kanye, so I had to. Had to get the drop. No, you um, good, you good. Uh, what I, I think, what I, no, what I was trying to say about the whole thing with the plays and the movies is that if you watch it, especially because the plays were specifically for a black audience, it's not as ignorant. Yeah, it's a lot more too churchy, like the whole thing about black people and Christianity and thing. Like he puts that a little too much in there, but you know, to the point where it's kind of like just, it's kind of like ignorant in a sense, but. If you look at the movies versions of it, it's so much more ghetto. It's so much for um, it's so much more like with stereotypes and shit like that. So it's like right mm -hmm. when these plays become movies, it gets more and more disrespectful to black people. So yeah, it's like, it does, it's it almost does like amplify the, when it's on the screen for sure. Yeah, because it's if you look at that, um, if you, like, except when it comes to Diary of a Mad Black Woman, because like to this day people talk about how, of course, yeah, the the light-skinned dude with dreads has to come in and save her from this big, scary, dark-skinned, bald dude. Um, like, that's, I hear people's number one argument for why that movie is so ignorant. But it's the same thing in the play, kind of, but it's still not like that. Like, the, even his newer movie, especially with the newer movies, I think he, I don't even think he does plays anymore. I don't think he does that. Does he? I don't know. I don't know. Because he was making hella money off of that, off of black people. 
to be real. But I think because once the movie started coming out and people started seeing how ignorant it was, that people were stopped coming. Which were stopped coming to man. That's place. not what that's, happened. That's not true. No, because it is true. No, and no, you no, know no. it. You can't tell. You can't tell these black people shit. They still think Tyler Perry yeah. the motherfucking man. Okay, that's true in a sense. But I'm trying to figure out you know, why was he talking uh, yeah, I, I see you trying to throw shots, but it's all right. I wasn't even talking about you, bro. <laughs> <laughs> bro, that was a big ass shot. <laughs> I still want to know why. Okay, then what happened these... why? <laughs> because it seemed like the plays were really meant for the black audience and the movies were meant to make fun of the audience, the audience to be honest. Okay. I think it's one of those things where it wasn't like uh, he probably did have aspirations to be big, but I think the plays were like so niche and like so for us that he didn't think it was going to be that big. So like when he tried to like be true to the play, like in big screen things, it just kind of seemed like his like Kumi, yeah, I guess. doing plays in 20 in uh, 2014. Damn. And he 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 won't be do, he. Have any y'all have any y'all seen that movie where like the girl, the same lady from Diary Mad Black Woman was like in jail, but like she was like raped by her um by her stepfather, which was Clifton Powell in the movie. What the fuck? What movie? Yeah, you know, y'all never seen that movie? What movie is that? Uh, it's it's a weird title. Hold on, because it was like it was the same woman. Is it a Tyler Perry movie? Not not the same character, but it's the same actor actress yeah. and she and she was in jail and td jakes was like hey my name is td jakes and i <laughs> and i and i am i am holy and yes god is good all the time and, um, is that the lawyer was like taking care of her and shit hold on let me let me find it hold on hold on tyler perry uh i think i know what you're talking about woman. wait a minute why does that sound familiar that's the that's the all-state nigga right hold on what, Tyler, uh td jakes nigga td jakes a preacher no yeah. Yeah, he's a cut that out. <laughs> <laughs> it's called Woman Thou Art Lucid. Because the, the, Loretta Divine played the mom like, oh, he ain't right, you, you know. The Allstate dude he, is named Dennis. Honey, he, you know, he's a good man, even though he's smoking crack, but he's still a good man. And this, <laughs> this is a Tyler Perry movie? Yes, and um, Who's sorry my about going this. off? That's my, that's my car. Oh. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay, I'm gonna just read the plot to you. Hold on, let me find the plot. Wait, is it the one where her lawyer is like letting her live there, and his his girlfriend is a lawyer too, and she's jealous of him and shit? No, let me just read. Let, time let, with the bitch. Let me read. Let me read. You read. The plot. You, you do the reading. Please, please. Okay. <laughs> All right. I want a donut. Okay, it, it originally was a musical stage play <laughs> written by Tyler Perry and produced. Produced by Tyler Perry and Bishop T.D. Jakes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, the story of the young girl's struggle to overcome a graphic rape and abusive mother. It is a story that she moved, that moved audience with tears and shouts of joy. Yada, yada, yada. All right, in the movie, that's basically the, 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 the whole thing. All right, so then in the, she struggles with this throughout the movie. And it's kind of one of them things like, yeah, we, we in jail now, so let me tell you what happened throughout my whole life type shits. So... Then she goes to church, and um, I think T.D. Jakes is the preacher. Yeah, he is. And um, then there's like it's like it goes it goes to like years later, like after he's like like I guess he's a recovering drug addict, a stepfather that raped him, recovering drug addict because he was smoking crack. And um, he goes up there, 
and then he and then she goes up there because you know it's one of them things where the preachers be like, if anybody needs to be forgiven, come up to the come up to the to the to the what's we call it, the altar or whatever. So she yeah. go up there too, and she doesn't know that he's there. And the first time, and so then it's the second time she come up there, she bring a gun, mm. and oh, then shit. she shoot it. She shoot his ass right up there. And people like, oh Lord, oh my gosh! And yeah, that's the movie, and she went to jail. Damn. The last yeah, thing that's lit as fuck. The last oh, no. thing I remember with Tyler Perry and uh, Bishop T.D. Jakes was when Tyler Perry was on stage. I think they were at a church thing. It was like in a it was like in a stadium or some shit and Tyler Perry pretended that he was like performing an exorcism or some shit on T.D. Jakes and he put his hand on his head and caused him to faint and like did this big ass dramatic thing and then I remember everybody got pissed off about that because he was trying to pretend that he was like taking the Holy Ghost and putting it in him or some shit like I that was like that was like a while ago though that was like six years ago But that shit was fucking crazy. <laughs> this nigga literally pretended to do an exorcism in front of all. I don't know when I'm gonna. I don't know when I'm gonna drop this part because I didn't think we was gonna go for this long. But this is great. <laughs> uh, this longer than the actual episode. Good. <laughs> that was crazy. Actually, episode like one, like like an hour and a half. But this is like since we didn't bring you an episode last week, we gave you four <laughs> bonus episodes. <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> Yeah, I like how Vonnie just disappeared and ain't saying that ass. Nigga eating somewhere. I was like, well, what happened? I was like, I guess he gone. So he's probably like, uh, I was on the first thirty minutes. <laughs> but yeah, I had to go make some cream of wheat. <laughs> I need some cream of wheat. Some, some so tea. when I when I when I was editing that that last episode that that, that bonus clip thing mm-hmm. about, about the Grammys, I I. Totally forgot that we was talking about the cream of wheat shit. <laughs> so I was like, okay, we're talking about the Grammy. Okay, this is good. We good. We good. We about 20 minutes in. Wait, cream of wheat? What? Okay, skip a little bit. We still talking about the cream of wheat. Skip a little bit more. We still talking about the fucking cream of wheat. What the fuck? Yeah, man. I was like, what? You should have you should have just called that shit cream of wheat. <laughs> I was like, well, I guess I have to call this Grammys and cream of wheat since that's all we fucking talking about. Hell cream of wheat, bro. Cause sometimes I'll try to do the thing where I'll just take out a complete part, and then we'll just like when we jump back to the subject, and I'll like put that in as if it was like all together as one right, thing. Right, right, right. But I couldn't even do that for that. I was like, oh shit. Hey, I believe it. That nigga came in and disrupted. The, remember, cause that that was when we had recorded that whole episode about race relations and shit. <laughs> we said, yeah, yeah, we had got into it. We really got in our bag. And then that nigga- this is the only article, and this is probably a fucking black website, because it looks like it is, that had like, yeah, it's a black, it's a black website, because the writer has the biggest fraud I've ever seen in my life. Salute to you. Um, it's from the Bongo. It's called theroot.com. Obviously, that's a black website. You but- said the what? It's called theroot.com. Oh, and I think I've actually heard of that website. The, it's, they're talking, she gives like the fullest details and everything on um, even how the demeanor of, of uh, Monique it, that, that she does when she does interviews. Like she even brings up the whole thing that happened with Charlamagne the God. She was saying some disrespectful things to him, but it was her demeanor and her tone that didn't make it, that didn't have people believing in him that he was, she was saying, she really was saying some really fucked up shit in a sense or being disrespectful to him and it's the same thing here because she even says like she used a bit soft tones and 
she has like she uses her like parentheses baby voice and will talk shit or say something in a serene demeanor. And so she's like, going about hey, baby, it. I'm telling you way. real quick that you a bitch ass nigga. But you know what? I still love you, baby. Hello, my babies. How y'all doing? Yeah, she gives a full breakdown. Unfortunately, it still doesn't say anything. I love your fro, baby. Uh, whoever you are. Um, hey, yo. <laughs> Hey yo, Nico, this fucking Nicholas Dapper, a Dapper Ivy, he better, he better chill with trying to do flex, but he doing like, okay, we get it. You're good at procreate, man. Listen, I'm I'm still trying, okay? Yeah, I'm like, bro, I I I try my best too, and I I got some. I, I be trying my best. And he just want he just want to flex on us. I'm like, all right, man. Well, I, 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 Today, nigga, I, I, I still do it. <laughs> she still did her research, and she—it doesn't seem like I'm just assuming she couldn't find it either. That what Steve Harvey said that pissed her off so much, because she just starts it off by saying that they just finally sat down to discuss their differences and stuff. But that's how it opens up. But she actually gives like a full fucking detail to things, and what the whole thing I was talking about was when it came to uh, Tyler Perry and and Spike Lee. Uh, about how Spike, how Tyler Perry was acting towards Spike Lee, in a sense, he was acting like Monique and how she is, except he was being more aggressive with it, definitely. So how come nobody was going off on him the same fucking way? I understand he has his own businesses and stuff, and he was, in, in, maybe at that time, he got, he he got in his Medea voice. Did he get in his uh, almost Medea? Like, that, that'd be funny when he almost get in his Medea voice and he's actually himself. This was around the time <laughs> yeah. Medea's in a family movie. reunion came out. No, like you know, um, what's the, the Boomer Deer movie? Like every scene, so he'd be like, you know, I'm about to tell you, I'm about to, I'm about to beat your ass. It's like, wait, wait, is that Medea? Is that Tyler? Did you get <laughs> what's going on? Wait, <laughs> wait. So Janelle, who are you asking? Why didn't people get mad at exactly? So what I'm what I'm saying is because I understand that the whole conversation is when it comes to Monique is her approach to it. Mm-hmm. That's the biggest issue. It seems like because if she were to approach it. And the way that she is, is she's going to get the results she does now, if anybody does. Well, with this, with the thing with, it's obviously not the same fucking thing, but if somebody like Spike Lee were to come out against me as a filmmaker, let's say, um, you know, or say something like that, then um, it would be a big issue, or in a sense, it would be showing a lack of respect or a lack of, you know, whereabouts towards you. It's probably, it could even lead to people not even wanting to support your movies, anything like that. Because it would just support the fact, especially with a lot of pro-black people, you know, it would support the fact saying, like, you know, he's ignorant as fuck. So, with the way that Spike, uh, with Tyler Perry had acted in return to him saying that he doesn't, you know, he doesn't support him or he doesn't like watching his stuff, mm-hmm. the whole thing that he was going on, he kept bringing it up and going, people kept asking him about it, yeah, but the way he was reacting to it, aggressive, uh, go to hell, at one point he said, suck my dick, all this shit. So he did say stuff like that to him. Did he really say something I did? He did. He said it that on would be the hilarious. red carpet. That's hilarious. Hold up. I got the video. All right. <laughs> hey, y'all, you can suck my dick. I don't know about that. But, <laughs> but he was saying it in the voice of Medea, too. That's the crazy part. That's what I was trying to, to do. That, that's, that's what he had did, too, because he was saying that um, I used, yes, I dress up as a woman, but, like, I used Medea as a point to bring people to God is what he was trying to say. Black well, people to God. To, to answer your question, the difference between the Tyler Perry thing and the Monique thing is that... Because they kind of acted in the same way, in a sense. Tyler Perry 
was mad because the only thing he felt like he was owed was his audience. Tyler Perry worked hard, regardless of how you feel about the stuff that he does. He worked hard to get to where he was, and he felt like he earned his audience. And Spike Lee was essentially saying, like, fam, even though you have this audience, you're making trash. Mm-hmm. You know yeah. what I mean? It, 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 in that sense, it becomes a thing of, you don't like my art. You know what I mean? But the Monique thing, she felt like she was entitled to a lot of things. And that's kind of where it starts to be to get a little gray. You're entitled to things, uh, to people to where you didn't really like, to people that you didn't do much for. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Whereas with, with Tyler Perry, it's kind of like, nah, like, I've gotten here. I've earned this. And then here goes somebody on the side saying, nah, no, you didn't. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's kind of the okay. difference. I understand. So that's kind of why people feel him a little more. You know what I mean? Yeah. And plus, with I feel mm-hmm. like with Monique, too, she brings it to a whole personal level because she loves to – she'll say something backhanded, and then she'll follow it up with something like, but I'll still pray for you, baby, you know, some weird yeah, thing yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. Or she will say, like, oh, I was there for you during this. I was there for you during that. And she'll bring up personal moments and things at time. Like, even the thing with uh, Charlemagne from a while ago, she was saying, like, you're not the same guy I shared an elevator with back in the day and who you mm-hmm. told me all these things. You were You were happy to be near me and all this stuff. And she doesn't, he doesn't, um, she does that a lot. Like she will bring up something that could have been a personal moment or something like that to like kind of backhand the person like, oh, I remember this. I was there for you for this, this, this type of thing too. So it's kind of vindictive. I feel that, yeah. This fucking dog. Fuck that podcast. <laughs> nigga, I don't know who fuck the fuck you is finna come up finna tell me what the fuck to do. With <laughs> like, nigga, I ain't, nigga, I ain't tell you to get on the motherfucking podcast.